Oh, Jesus. Ooh, yeah, you already it's... got like five or six of them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start the, the stream with five or six chugs. <laughs> it's not even chat anymore. It's literally just redeeming drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go, guys. In three, two, and one. Hello, hello, hello to chat and Thank you for making Ando drink. As you can see, we have a lovely new chat, or two lovely new chat commands down there for you to use. Um, this is our second, and they keep going. This is our uh, GAC roundtable. I'm Solobase15. I have with me Zareth, Klesso, Endol, and Ando. How are you guys? Ando, go drink. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been doing these sips every single time that I see it, but... I'm getting screwed by half of the the, the gambit members themselves. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're, I feel like we're we're those guys in episode one, like with, with Qui Gon, you know, like come coming in. And he was like, "We will not survive this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. If, I, if I make it through this podcast, uh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> I will say to everyone out there: don't use all your points because we will figure out something additional. Just Ando missed his normal Friday stream, so we have to give Ando's something to do since you know they're used to making him drink on a regular basis. <laughs> that is that is true. Oh, all right. So, guys, three v three is dead. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> long live long live five v five. I got to unlearn so many things and then relearn so many new things. No, I was, I felt like I was just getting my legs under me in three V three. Then it was over. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what it felt like. I mean, I was getting a little burned out within the last week. I was like, okay, I think I, I got this down now pretty good. And then I was like, all right, now forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm like, wait, I can't bring my galactic legends for offense again. Right. Anymore. Like I, I might still try this first week. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like <clears throat> i've been remodding and i'm like man there's so many different things that actually in 3v3 you want to remod yeah. to get better at it you know for 3v3 versus 5v5 like i realized that having a fast shock t in certain builds is really really strong still in 5v5 but i feel like it's less strong than uh, in 5v5 than it is in 3v3 so now my shock T is normal people speed. Yeah. Well, you want her fast in 3v3 to go with Jedi Knight Luke mostly on defense, but right. I feel like you're going to be using Jedi Knight Luke as off meta counter <clears throat> on offense for the most part without shock T. So it doesn't exactly. do as much good. Yeah. Know. Yep. Yeah. And then other things like uh, if you're using your off meta counters, then old Ben, for example, gets even more important in 5v5. So speed oh, yeah. on him. Yep much more important than speed on Shakti, for example. So tons of remodding, yeah. Darth Revan, for example, had my best speed mods in 3v3. Now they're probably going to be repurposed to, to someone else. Ray used to get modded for offense. Now she's going to get modded for health. And yeah, just tons to think about. It's too much. I started my remod actually on stream, what was it, Wednesday night? And it was just the first 100 characters. And I'm like, oh my God, how many characters do I have on my roster? Because <laughs> it's like, I have, oh, this is going to take forever. I've yeah. never done one of those mod things, or you know what I mean? I've never revamped my whole rot. Like, that Be seems modded. like that seems crazy. 
I did yeah. after I got Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, and then I just got Sith Eternal Emperor. And I was like, you know what? If, if I'm going to do it every six months, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> I I just had to laugh. There was a guy who was like, I, he's, he was telling me for seasons, he's like, I got to do this, this roster remod. You know, he's just constantly talking about how he wants to remod his whole roster. And I'm like, okay, do it. Just shut up and do it. And he finally did. Uh, but like what he did was he just like, unequipped all of the mods on like just like half of his roster but then he he had too many extra mods so he couldn't actually fit all of them just like he couldn't like unequip all of his mods and so it was just this huge hilarious mess (laughs) (laughs) i just i don't know i was like that's that's not what i would have told you to do but i'm i'm greatly amused nonetheless and i remember last year uh somebody um um, and I, I don't offer remodding services, but somebody uh, came up and offered me like 150 to 200 bucks to remod his roster. Um, I decided to take a crack at it. And my God, it was such an excruciating exercise going <laughs> someone else's roster and, and remodding. That was probably the first and last time I ever did remodding for anyone else. Um, it took me a few hours, but it was it was not uh, not healthy at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I'm I'm right there with you, Endal. I, that drives me it drives me so crazy uh, trying to, I, I've remodded a few people and I've had offers to do others. And I'm not saying I won't ever do it again. Um, except if CG is listening, I won't ever do it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I would totally like, it's just, it's such a pain. It's such a pain in the neck, it's such a headache and trying to like, you're like, what do you mean you've never farmed defense sets? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. like not not like you know, if anyone who I've remodded is listening, like not not really judgmental. It's just like it's it's like so certain things that I that I've just kind of taken for granted that you know I've, I'm like, yeah, I have enough of pretty much every set, or you know, maybe not enough exactly. My mods aren't like perfect, but uh, you know, I, I farmed all of them to the degree that I have. I can make things work if I need them to usually. And so going in and you're like, so you farm speed exclusively. I I don't know exactly what to do here. It's, it's right. you know, but you already, you already paid me 300 bucks. I'm going <laughs> to give it the old college try for sure. <laughs> or you use one of those programs, those hot bot service or what hot utilities just push a button and all right, you're all done. <laughs> that service is so bad though. Yeah. <laughs> Modding my roster. I, I use that just because it, it gives you kind of a big picture. And I spend more time adjusting the little stupid sliders on that to actually get what you want. And it's like, oh God, people take these general recommendations. That's awful. Like such <laughs> bad advice here. I looked at it once, like a long time ago. I was like, I don't know what this is doing. Like, I was like, all right, I'll never do this again. So, I know yeah. I didn't even bother. I figure I just do my own thing, and you know, when I think that a certain modding setup is good for a character or counter, I go with that and leave it and try not to touch it, unless you know I get a better mod and can make that better in whatever direction it's going. And then I move everything down. You know, who else do I have a you know? potency cross on at this speed with this secondary you know and i just move everyone down one or up one you know try to make the entire roster better every time and whatnot do you guys have uh modding loadouts built out oh yeah yeah 
Yeah. I, I keep so my main tab is like all the is probably you know eighty characters. Oh, like whatever whatever I have current. You know what I mean? Like I like my current roster. That way, if I mess with anything, I can always just go back, and then I have a loadout for you know. I had one for three v three, which was only like you know fifteen to twenty characters that I like specific things that I can kind of fill in the rest. But then after the season's over, or after I lock in or whatever, I can switch right back to my main loadout tab and everything. And then something for uh, TB, maybe a few missions. No, I don't care about territory battle. <laughs> like, well, so just Cam. I, I've got a, I've got one just for Shock T and the clones because that's specific modding with the crit avoidance arrows and everything. So I do have a tab just for that. But other, other than that, there's nothing I have to change mod for, for territory. Like there might be like, so if I'm using Padme on the light side, I want her to be super fast, but I'll just give her my fastest mod set. You know what I mean? And then I'll go yep. back to, and stuff like that. I don't remod the entire team. There's just certain characters that I might do that for, for territory battles. And then Territory Wars, our guild has us do, you know, certain things, but it's not a ton. So I got another tab for that. That's about it. Real quick. Uh, thank you to Shattered Order Shattered Order for the uh, for the raid with 17. Appreciate it, guys. And 17, T minus 17, thank you for the recent follow. Good to see you guys and hope you are enjoying your Friday night. Um, but with that said, Klesso, I, I do the same thing. I have a cam tab, and then I have a master tab. And that's that's my two tabs. Like that's, And then I pray I remember to fix the tab, because last time I did the cam mission, and apparently I swapped mods. And I was like, huh, where do these mods go on people now? Yeah. A yeah, little, little pro tip, too, on those tabs, they go in alphabetical order, so you can also, what I do is I put like one, a one before my main tab and then a two and then a three, like you can name it like cam, but maybe you want that the fourth tab over. You can just put a four space, blah, 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 et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I, so I just joined a new guild uh, and they have all these different modding requirements for their characters. And I just totally forgot about that aspect of it for some reason. So um, I'm going to be building my own mod tabs uh, pretty soon here. Yeah, it's once you, it's painful to do the first time, but then once you have it, it's great. Uh, you just have it. So a lot yeah. of folks are redeeming drinks for uh, both GAC <laughs> members as well as uh, Ando. So Ando going <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been going every single Poldra pulled like three or four back to back. So I just like while you guys were talking, I was just like, Ando <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> had like every time like this smirk came on his face like, again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. I did up the cost to that though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for my Ando's life. <laughs> yeah, my, dude. In like twenty minutes, it'll be you four still like talking, conversing. And I'm gonna be like face down, passed out back here, like just like drooling out of my mouth, like trying to control myself. This is gonna be a fund for <laughs> get get Ando a new liver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like i didn't know you could spend channel points on that <laughs> yeah. and go fund me on on myself <laughs> sweet uh -oh. yeah, that's funny yeah 
Now I feel guilty when I drink and somebody didn't redeem something. I know, right? I, just I know. Take... I feel like I need to preserve my sobriety here, just <laughs> in case the crowd demands I uh, take action on it. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, Sendao and Frodo prevails. Yeah, Zarat uh, was a member of Hotski Patrol. Now he's uh, joined Nova. So yeah. just as of today, I think, right? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Technically, last night, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm a part of FC Nova now, which is, uh, you know, they're they're part of the same guild family as uh, Alpha Squad, which I, I was part of. Uh, so I have a lot of friends still there. Um, of course, Kleso is in there. So mm. uh, that's good. Blade Baca is also um, in there. I don't know. A lot of a lot of good people are in there. So excited to be back. And yeah, that's it's gonna be good. Yep, so he left me in Hotski Patrol <laughs> and went to Kleso. <laughs> From one yeah. Gambit member to the other. <laughs> yeah, Hoth, dude, Hoth is definitely going to miss you ski patrolling around there. Um, that's for sure. So, Yeah, I, I knew my business. So. <laughs> Don't no, it's an Ewok too, though. He's, Ando, you're the only one that's not connected to Zareth in a guild. <laughs> It's true. true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm probably the, I'm probably like of like some of the, the probably like division one guys. I'm like probably the, one of the guys that's like not really a part of like any big, like Alliance family, like just like kind of in a random, like casual guild, <laughs> like very, very casual. Like, how, are you, how far close are you to a seven star cam? Dude, uh, like two years away. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, like, no joke. What's the, what, because I'm, I think I'm 10 shards short of the first unlock. So I don't even know what it is, but I remember it was like, oh, we should get that next time. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, what are we at? We actually, so we've improved. I kind of had to light a fire two territory battles ago and it worked. Uh, so we, we, we actually have Cam unlocked now. That's oh, what is oh That's we're cool. at three out of sixty-five. So you know we'll get him five star in two territory battles. Yeah, where where am I on Cam? I just made a Relic Seven like a, a video on what which characters you should put to Relic Seven, and I should have trolled everyone. I missed a big opportunity. I should have said you should set you should Relic Seven Kieti Monday. Um, <laughs> just, just to kind of you know make everyone feel impotent but then i then i would be making myself sad so yeah. I, so i declined but <laughs> yeah that's pretty yeah. typical i actually this i, I really i didn't switch guilds for kiati monday shards but it might end up being really fortuitous because I'm, I'm at 18 of 100 so so what's that i, I could get 41 and 41 uh, and and get it. You should get there in two. And uh, I'm at 49 out of 100, so it's going to take me two as well. Oh. It, 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 oh God, I hate when that happens. Yeah, and There's all a my piece to 49 of 100 though. Instead of like, if you were like 53 of 100, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, guys, no pressure, but lots of pressure. Right, like... man. I I remember when uh, when Watt was about to be unlocked. Uh, our guild got uh, got me to 99 out of 100. Oh. And I had to wait for two whole months because that was the, the one month when, if you guys remember, uh, Dark Side Territory Battles was canceled for uh, 
for for, oh, for yeah. like a double time. So there was one one particular time it happened last year, and it happened to be the time when I had ninety nine. A shards of what? So I had to end up waiting for two whole months with ninety-nine shards of what? That was terrible. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's exactly what happened to Blade Baca the time before last. Uh, he was at ninety-nine out of a hundred. <laughs> it was so yeah. brutal, and then he had to wait till this last time to get you know get him to seven star. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. The, I don't even know which which one's worse because I remember I was kind of like that. It was. It was um, for the. I think it, I think it was either for unlocking malevolence or it was seven starring. I think it was seven starring negotiator because I remember it was like, oh, this will be huge because now the mirror match, like you know, like all these six stars, I'll be better than them. And it was like we just got like barely like just under the amount that I would need to get like my extra my five extra shards or whatever to to max him. And so I remember just like trying to be like, okay, wait, there's like other things that we can do. And I was like, let me try to like, let's calculate how many raids I would have to do like in heroic Sith raid to get that. Or uh, maybe it wasn't, maybe that was for Malak or something. I don't know. But like, I remember I was like, there's gotta be another way for me to get this without just waiting for TB. Um, Cause, oh, you get some from territory war. So I was like, we need to win territory war so that way I can get the max amount of get to. <laughs> and of course my guild was like, bro, we don't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, can you can you stop like, yeah. asking us to win? At territory yeah. They're like, hey, man, that's way too much pressure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't condone, you know, uh, sandbagging, but I'm going to have to ask 15 of you guys to not so, join. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. the rest of us will win without trying. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much how I felt, man. I was like, I was like legitimately thinking like, how else can I get get to? Because I was like, it's got to be some way. Yeah. I remember when I was in my, when my alt was in the other guild in our alliance, we actually had a territory war and it, it's a non-mandatory join uh, policy. So we didn't make anyone sit out, but if you don't want to participate, just don't join. There was a time where, not too long ago, this was probably like three or four months ago, where it was like just enough people sat out that we were 2 million GP over the threshold to drop down in rewards. And we were like a 280 million GP guild. And you're just, I sat there and I was like, Oh, please, one more person join. Please just have one more person join. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's brutal if you're, like, not even getting the full rewards. Gosh. <laughs> uh, really, guys. Um, okay. Ando, did, Ando, did you just make a self-drink? <laughs> that's what oh I was God. looking at. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, all right, so. The ch- These wusses aren't going fast enough. <laughs> the ch- did ask us what we're drinking so we might as well start with ando ando what are you drinking tonight uh well pretty soon it'll, it'll be like nothing because i'll i won't be conscious but um <laughs> right now i'm drinking yeah. this ginormous <laughs> bottle of jack daniels so like here's the regular size and this is the costco size right here so size, little size comparison nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I like I like to compare sizes. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do in the bathroom. <laughs> and all, what are you drinking tonight? I am having a Kentucky bourbon. Uh, it's called Angel's Envy. Oh, and, uh, screen. Yeah, this is this is my uh, my green screen is uh, it's probably screwing it, but, <laughs> but this fun. is my drink of choice, Angel's Envy. 
Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, when I did the when I did the announcement, I was like, I forget what it was, but and always has something fancy that he's drinking. <laughs> always it always seems really good. Yeah. Klesho, what about you? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, just Jim Beam as normal. That's what I always usually am drinking oh. uh, with some water, uh, the tonic, the flavored tonic water, whatever. I've got a couple of nice bottles like Endall has. I went to Tennessee a couple of years ago. And I still have like three or four bottles I got from different, you know, places out there, you know, the homeland of bourbon. And uh, every once in a while, I'll, but I don't like mixing those. I just like drinking those, you know, straight. But it's not the most common occasions that I feel like just, you know, <laughs> sit, sitting there sipping bourbon. But it is nice. I do enjoy it. I just don't do it that often. So usually I just mix my Jim Beam with water and go to town on that. <laughs> Uh, and Tareth, what are you drinking tonight? I've got Captain and Coke tonight. <laughs> and then I'm wrapping it up with <clears throat> well, White Claw. White Claw, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring shit in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's, in my, the announcement, you probably didn't see it solo. I, I totally said that you were going to drink White Claw, probably. Uh, I am drinking Too Juicy by Two Roads. It's a double IPA that's freaking delicious. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to get me in the state of Ando quite quickly with how quickly uh, these redeems are coming in Yeah, there every time. <laughs> dude, seriously, like, just a minute solo, like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> adding this right before. The, we didn't have any preparation, no prep time. Like. Oh, well, yeah. I was bored and I was like, huh, I wonder how I can make this stream more fun. It's Friday night. Um, it is a way. Yeah. Dude, I, I had to, I had to laugh though. Cause like you, you made one for like, make a, like a GAC member, a Gambit Alliance member drink. And then you made one specifically for Ando to drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't make a specific one for Endall, for instance. <laughs> like, <laughs> like 10 minutes before the stream, Ando was the only one with the drink command. And I was like, yeah, all right, let's, let's even it out. <laughs> let's not only kill Ando. Yeah. Oh, they're real wicked. Thank you for the drink. Appreciate everyone getting me drinks. Appreciate you guys, man. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll send, a, we'll send you some, uh, some channel points, Ando, to yeah. recompense you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how I gave myself one and then like, I was just like kind of being funny. And then we just got bombarded. Oh, we, I say we, it was me. I got bombarded with like six of them back to back to back. Oh yeah. Follow the leader, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Classic. Uh, all right. So let's talk some galaxy of heroes. We've had a couple questions. So why don't we let that kick off the conversation? Then we'll, it will go the way it goes. Um, could we actually real quick just um, give like a real brief recap each of us on how our GAC season, how our 3v3 went, just so people listening, like we're going to put this out on a podcast and uh, people who, you know, uh, may or may not have tuned in to uh, other content by, uh, by the other GAC members, it's just good to provide a little bit of context and, you know, I, I don't know, I feel like that would, that might get things going a little as well. Uh, okay, so why don't we just, I, I, hell, I'll start. Um, I went 11-1 and one this season. 
Um, my only loss came to Klesso and Zareth's co-guild leader of Mufasa with their other co-guild leader <laughs> setting his defenses. The bastard. Um, but so I went 11-1. It was good, except for you'll hear my the leaders in GA Center, how they did and how I didn't catch up. So, Klesso, how did you do this season? Uh, I also went 11 and one. It was overall a good season. Um, week three was actually my hardest, or I should say where I had the stiffest competition. And then uh, week four actually didn't seem too bad. Uh, and it felt like I was getting my legs under me. We were kind of talking about that before. And then all of a sudden three V three was over and it's time to forget all that. So. <laughs> and all, how'd you do this season? Uh, I went to 11 and 1 as well, lost one battle, which ended my uh, 30 uh, win streak. Uh. So I was a little bummed about that, but uh, it was uh, it was all on ships because my character section actually was pretty decent. Uh, overall, the season, I, I think I averaged about 52 to 53 banners on character zone. I just lost twice um, in the whole season on character zones. But that one ship battle uh, screwed my, uh, my, uh, my chances at the leaderboard. So... Overall, a good season. Eleven and one is nothing to um, to um, nothing to scoff at. I think it was pretty good. I was happy with the with the way three v three went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ando's drinking. So Zareth, how did you do this season? <laughs> um, I had a really good season. I I went on um, on my alt and my main. I went twelve and zero. My alt actually ended up at second overall in Division Two. Uh, I, I did lose pretty substantially to Calvin Awesome, so I can't say it was super close, but it was. Uh, I, I lost by about 100 points in, in Division 2. In Division 1, I ended up at number 69, which is great. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the best a, possible, best possible a, number after you get, like, top 10 would be great. You know, that, yeah. like, I, I would take any number between 1 and 10 first, and then I think I would skip to 69 and then I'd start going from 11 and on. So um, happy enough with my seasons. Obviously, uh, after struggling in past 3v3 seasons, I did. Uh, this is the first time I ever remodded, for instance, for 3v3. And I really tried hard to, I don't know, I I did my very best to stay focused, which I haven't in the past. So uh, that, that plus the fact that I went, I changed my entire uh angle on 3v3 by going for efficiency instead of uh going i still i guess i still went pretty hard on defense too but i, I did change my angle a little bit so yeah. good season for me um yeah yeah all right and ando how how'd your season go it was uh it was okay i mean definitely not like you guys um went like two like i have gone two and one for like the past i think like seven weeks but like in 5v5, there were there were definitely weeks where I was like, okay, I just know that I'm not gonna like well, I would I wouldn't say that I'm I know that I'm not gonna win against them, but I just knew like if I lose this fight, it's okay. You know, like I get it. I can't win them all type thing. Like when you and fatal three weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, fatal and like pyro, like all the guys that like just like had seemed to have my number. And then like uh like and even like this last week of um uh three v three, like I crushed the first couple of rounds and then like I meet up with a team. Mike. I've never actually really heard of him, but um, he had like 560 some odd banners or 560 K banners. And I was like, okay, like we're probably not going to win this, but we'll, you know, put up a good fight. But like, 
it was weird. Like three V three. Like I was like, it's always the same way though. Like the first few weeks, it's like, okay, this is kind of exciting, right? Like to figure out like what works, what doesn't work, who was added from the last time. Does that make it, you know, different? And then, um, but like week three is funny. Kalesso said that was like his toughest week. That was like the toughest week for me mentally, because like, I was just like kind of defeated. I was like, man, I don't even want to play anymore. Like I'm, I'm so tired of like doing three V three battles, but we just kind of trudged through it and did the two, two, one the entire time. So I'm glad it's over. I'm like really looking forward to this season though. I gotta be honest with you that, that week three that you just described at the end of week three of the last five V five. So what was that? October? Yeah. The last five V five. Yeah. It would be October. Yeah. Two and one, three weeks in a row. And I just, I was miserable. Like I was headed into week four and then I I got lucky with matchmaking. um, Just, just by pure chance that I got an easy group on week four. I was, I know that feeling so well. You're just like, Oh God damn it! Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think when I said it was my hardest week, that played a lot into it too. My mentality, like I was mm-hmm. really getting burned out that third week. Like I had no ambition to do streams or record. Like I recorded my matches, but I never released them. I just I didn't want to spend the time doing it. I just you know I had more fun watching you guys. And then going into that fourth week, I was like, all right, I need to snap out of this. I, I even asked Solo if I could join his stream one night and do my tags. Then I was already scheduled to be on this Gambit podcast, Friday night, fight night for my second attack. And I actually did a old school video for my third. And I think maybe that's why I liked that fourth week so much more. You know, it's so much fun doing the battles with you guys and everything live and everything. And by that third week of, you know, just kind of doing my own thing for two and a half weeks or whatever. I was like, ah, I don't really have any ambition to keep doing this, you know, content wise and everything. I still enjoyed doing the matches that week, uh, even though it was against difficult opponents and everything, but uh, it, it really is a lot of fun hanging out with you guys and doing this and everything. And I think that sparked me for week four. Yeah. I, I, I gotta be honest doing the whole content creation sometimes it's just tiring. Like if you notice, so last year I I was putting out all the videos on YouTube and then in October and November, I just stopped (laughs) because this was my busy season at work. Like October and November is when I get pounded. Um, And so if you look this year, September, October, and November, I just stopped with YouTube videos because I was going two in one every week, which was miserable. Mm. And I was in busy season at work and I was just like, you know what? F it. Like I'm no, I can't. <laughs> now, it, now at least we have Twitch. Like back then I just wasn't putting stuff out. I was just like, I'm tired. Like, no, now at least we have Twitch and I can stream it. And I'm like, look, look, I'm still making content. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true. Uh, all right. You guys keep going though. I will be right back. Apparently I need to bring up two beers with me this time. Um, <laughs> two more white claws coming up. <laughs> you joke around, but I'm essentially making my own white claw <laughs> just with Jim Beam. Oh, you know, yeah. When you said that, I was going to make that joke. And then I was like, no, I'll save it for solo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, for, yeah. For some people in the chat asking, um, I did the math 
just because like the past two, because like I like I said, I've done two and ones now for like two entire seasons basically. And I did the math and like as long there obviously you have to meet certain parameters, which is like pretty much full clearing every time, getting some of the extra feats, you know, or whatever. But uh they're like asking, like, you know, can you go eight and four and make Kyber? I you I like going into that final week, I was, you know, whatever it was, six and three or whatever. And I did the math and I was like, I could go six and six and still make Kyber. Um, it would be a stretch. Like I, I'd have to full clear everything. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we'd take the losses in those final three, but like I'd have to full clear and probably get some of the feats in there, but it, it's definitely possible. I, which was surprising to me. Like I was like, wow, really? That is kind of insane that you can, you could hypothetically do that. Obviously that's not like a good game plan. Like oh, I'll just go six and six and make Kyber. Cause like if, if someone stops you from full clearing one time, like it really like dampers that, but it, it is definitely possible. Make and a drink. Thanks black, black dynamite. Appreciate that. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I condone it. Um, no. Uh... Yeah. I mean, going eight and four is solid. Like there's no shame in, I mean, there's no shame in anything really. You play the game, you play the game, have fun. That's the main thing. You yeah. Know, I think, <clears throat> I think most of us consider 10 and two, you know, the goal. If you can go yeah. 10 and two, you're, I mean, that as the high end goal, you know, right. obviously 12 and 0 is amazing, 11, whatever. But I mean, my, like, my goal every season is 10 and two. Just try yeah. to go 10 and two, you know, and then anything better is golden. But don't get down on yourself if you're eight and four. That's still a great season. You know, you can't win them all for crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, well, and and to be real clear too, I uh, my last three v three, so I went twelve and oh this time. My last three v three though, I went eight and four. Like that, so what happens? Ten and two. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. On average, you're ten and two. <laughs> right. Well, uh, you know, and actually, on average, I'm even less because all the other three v three seasons, I've uh, had subpar seasons for for you know, like I, they've all been nine and three for me. Like that's. This is by far my most successful season. Yeah, of course, as we're coming three GA Center, you bastard. Yeah. You know what? So I'm sure GA Center actually had part of that. Like, I'm sure that that played into it, too, because I tend to be pretty competitive, if you guys haven't noticed. So, actually, Oh, yeah. Real quick. Uh, Real Wicked, thank you for the subscription. Uh, always good to see you here. And Big Stinker, thank you for the follow. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Yeah, the that like the GA center thing, like I never kept my own like record. It was just like GAC was just fun to stream and, and hang out with people, but like my competitive nature has been like, oh dude, yes, nice. Like I like seeing this. Like it's just kind of fun to just see like where you rank up against other people that you know you've you watch on YouTube or whatever. And it's even fun for I know like Ray Rock, who's in chat, like he like he just keeps his own you know, stats and he just like kind of compares himself within his division. Um, so it's, it's just a fun way. Like I never did it myself, but like now that someone else is doing it for me, awesome. And I get to see it. Okay. So it's a lot easier when somebody else does it for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I just keep thinking how uh, I, I was telling Klesso before all this Jason or stuff, I, I kept saying like, dude, we gotta, we should do like a leaderboard just to kind of uh, create excitement, you know, just between like, some of our friends who are, you know, like way less on, on way, a way smaller scale than the GA center guys were, are doing it. 
and he like kept putting me off and kept you know like nah dude I can't. and then it you was like spin, and, you always spin this story I, <laughs> I, I, just like I, to, I always said i love the idea i will do zero work for it <laughs> that, that's the story you can yeah. keep track of anything you want i will do nothing and i would like to say for the ga center that has been my strategy i do nothing like I, I don't post weekly. That is fair. Anything like <laughs> accurate? I can I can vouch for that. He he does do nothing for it. <laughs> oh, gig! Thank you for the cheer. But sorry for interrupt. Go ahead, Zer. Tell the story where I'm a jerk. <laughs> I was actually just about to say nice things about you, Cleso. Yeah. So I'll yeah. I'll pick up there though. So <laughs> the, the the ironic thing was that even though he just like never ever wanted to do it, he just dragged his no. Um, <laughs> it like it, every time I suggested we do it, he had a better season than me. So um, you know, and now now we're like neck and neck. He's still beating me, but um, this JC this GA center thing is pretty cool. I I've been liking it. Um. And frankly, like it, it puts me in a weird position of like when I'm watching solo and he like almost fails an attack, like there's this like really weird, like almost disappointment. But at the same time, like I always, I, I watch you guys play and I, I want you to win. I, it drives me crazy when, you know, I, I want, I, I don't like to see you guys get stuck. I don't like to see you guys lose. I, I, so it's just, it's brought out this really weird element to it though because before i was like yeah like obviously i want you to go 12 and 0 and now i'm like yeah i want you to go 12 and 0 as long as i'm ahead of you and um (laughs) and i go 12 and 0 (laughs) yeah yeah it is it is very cool and i i think we've talked about this before but it's very interesting to see like you know there were some you know I, I, they're not rumors. I don't know what you'd call it. This like small talk of like people saying like, Oh, this person's not very good at the game or, or this person's only good because of this, you know, high production or whatever the case was. And like, sometimes that that held true. Like, I mean, the record shows for it. And then sometimes it's like, maybe they are actually solid at the game and like they get too much crap or whatever, you know, it, it's actually kind of, it's been very like eye opening to me. Like it's, I don't know. It's very cool. I, I, I like it. I mean, speaking of that, look at somebody like Arnold. How many times does he get crapped for not knowing the game at all? And he's fourth in the division, the division one elite. It's like Kleso, Zareth, me, and then Arnold. And you're everyone's like, oh, he's not good at the game, though. And it's like, oh, well, apparently he wins. Like, Yeah. Yeah, like you, you can't – I can't say – like I, I've said bad things. I've been like, dude, don't listen to him. Like he doesn't know his stuff, you know, in the past. And I'm like, sure, li- listen to me first. You know? <laughs> but, but, but really, like he, he has the record to back it up. I'm, yeah. I, you know, sometimes I cringe to think that because he's he's like the top content creator. And so if he's not, if I'm not like worlds better than him, then what hope do I have? But, um, you know, yeah, it's. You got to call it true. So, yeah, props to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. All right. So, why don't uh, we did get questions? So, let, let's go through these a little bit. Um, so, for somebody preparing last minute for Grand Arena, because you still have a couple days now, is there any. 
how do I phrase this? Because obviously everybody's roster is different. Uh, of the new tunes, who would you work on last minute to try and get ready for Grand Arena? So, you know, we've we've recently had Queel, IG-11. We've had, obviously, Grief, which we haven't even started talking about here. Um, or any, any of the, you know, Mando tunes. Who would you be working on to get ready for Grand Arena right now? Um, yeah, who wants to go first? Well, I want to hear what Endal's doing. I always get my inspiration from him. Start and yeah, good call. Well, uh, I I haven't uh, done a lot of testing with Gideon, but from everything I've been hearing from you guys, he seems to be amazing. I mean, that's just that one ability, the uh, ability to reduce everyone's uh, turn beard by hundred percent, unresistable, and combined with the fact that his base speed is so high. I mean, I got him up to G11, and without with putting my leftover mods on him, he's already at like 295 or something like that. So with a little bit of remodding, you can get that character really, really fast and get him to you know really control your enemy team. And even if Gideon, you're not using him to you know counter the meta, which I, I haven't done any testing on that at all. Even if you use him with your uh, non-meta teams against non-meta teams he would be amazing to give your your team control like I, i'm mm-hmm. planning to actually use him with uh, with mando for example um and aura just because gideon is so fast he can go out and control the team and uh, and you know it gives your your uh, a chance for your mando tunes to get ahead and and get mando's uh, annihilate ability out early enough um so you know, there's tons of places you can use him. I think Gideon is, is one of those characters like Watt and Thrawn is, you know, extremely versatile. So he'll be great even at, uh, at G11 four-star. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've done a little bit of like the testing with, with my Moff Gideon and it's like, it's just so crazy. Like he, he brings a very weird aspect. Like, um, I, I, I compared this like in my discord, like I kind of compared it to Han shoots first. It's like, because he is so fast, like he kind of has like, you, you see like people using like Han, like in just like random arena teams and stuff like that, just to try to like, you know, stun the, the fastest moving guy. And that's kind of like what he can do. Like he just sort of levels that playing field again. And, and for whatever team, like, cause he, his abilities aren't, capped like the ones that matter aren't capped to a certain team or whatever um he's so fast even at three stars i I have mine at like 307 or something like that and uh and i didn't like i didn't take you know my fastest mods and try to make him super fast but like yeah he's just so fast that as soon as he gets his turn he makes them hit less so it means that you stay alive longer and then he changes that turn meter order to going again and so it just gives you that big boost of control and like that to me like in grand arena if you can control like that's why speed is obviously so important if you can control the fight then you know you you definitely do yourself a favor in, in winning some fights that you probably wouldn't normally win um so yeah i don't know it just seems right to me and and i talked a little bit about uh, uh gideon with the um with, with the bounty hunters, but even Gideon with scoundrels, like if you take him under Kira lead with a couple of other good scoundrels like the Wets maybe, Kira, um, if you know, has an AOE which staggers the whole enemy team. So you use a fast morph Gideon, get reduce everyone's turn meter to zero, 
Then Kira Ghost does her AOE, staggers everyone. And then when he followed up with an AOE like Wet Han, for example, he re- reduces everyone's turn meter back down to zero again. Yeah. That's like an ultimate, uh, you know, very cheap team, but ultimate control it'll give you. you. You won't let the enemy team take a turn until your your own team has gone like two or three times. So control like that is something, I mean, if you get him with the right set of characters, uh, it doesn't have to be Imperial Troopers or or Vader, although those guys are amazing with Gideon. But even if you use them with B teams, you can uh, you can make those B teams really, really uh, good at control. Mm-hmm. We were actually talking right before we went on the stream because Klesso was saying he started using Luke Nukem at the end of the last 5v5. And so I was watching Operation Metaverse last night and they had um, KP and I, something 5-7, five, 6-5-7, seven. Five, seven, I think. Um, six seven. Yeah, yeah. So, and the one thing I they had on the stream that kind of caught my eye was Ray with Resistance Hero Finn, Gideon, Quill, and IG Eleven. So obviously, this is you know a whale team that he's facing because all of them were G thirteen and uh, well G thirteen. They stopped the Luke Nukem team. Like he tested it, I think twice, and it just stopped Luke Nukem completely. Still died to. Oh victory. wow quickly but you can just take a team and reduce the counter so they have to use one counter that you can try and bait out i mean that's what i was interested about because i was like huh just gideon gideon was on defense gideon Mm -hmm. was on defense with quill ig11 resistance hero finn and ray wow (laughs) i actually were really hard to kill too they were yeah yeah yeah, they did the vader counter and it took what like four minutes for him to finally take that. Oh no, it was Jedi Knight Luke that they finally took him down. Um, it took four minutes to kill that team. That's crazy. I actually like hype. I like was thinking about that team and I said it to my discord. I was like, be, and the only reason why I said it was because I remembered that IG 11 was a tank and I'd faced a IG 11 and Quill combination with Ray on defense and TW and my Vader, like it took, yeah, it was kind of like the same thing. Like it took me so long to get through um, like all that health that he had. And so like when I read that he gives, uh, Moff Gideon gives support 100% protection up or whatever it is. And that's based off of his health, which is going to be like through the roof if you mod him right, plus raise mastery. I was like, dude, that could be insane to get through. Um, it, it'd be like kind of like like you know the the Bastila Shaw and JML thing. It's just like so much health to get through. You can't really get through it. That's kind of crazy. I didn't I didn't know. Like obviously it was just in my head. I ne- I didn't see that that stream or whatever. But that's kind of crazy. So this last couple of weeks at work, I've gotten a couple gift cards, like kind of holiday gift cards, <laughs> and I ended up for the first time. I've never wailed on characters, but I got. Uh, IG-11 and Quill to G-13. But now I don't know what to do with them. You know, I have no idea how to use them really or anything. But I was reading their kits, and uh, I was thinking of a team with Stormtrooper Han lead with both of them, and then L3, because she's light side droid and a scoundrel. You are right. (laughs) And and R2-D2. It seems like they're going to be crazy hard to kill with a Stormtrooper Mm -hmm. Han 40% defense lead, and all the stat sharing between all of the, you know, they all kind of share stats in some way. And it, I don't know if that'll do anything, but I was just trying to find, 
you know, scoundrels and light side droids and everything. And just Vandor instead of R2. I mean, you don't get the yeah. share there, but you have to target Vandor first, except for Quill, Stormtrooper Han, and L3 are going to be taunting. They're all going to be taunting, yeah. But if you don't bring Jedi Knight Revan in there, like, how do you target Vandor first? Yeah, yeah. that's true. So I, I was just trying to, you know, kind of theory craft a little bit. I mean, I, it's not going to be like a top end team, right. but if that's like my worst team on defense, you know, you might be kind of up the creek. You know what I mean? It, no way to kill <laughs> yeah. that. You need something to that'll counter uh, nihilus from just right and that, that auto right, and that's yeah. the, that's the thing. Like I was thinking, well, Trey is obviously going to be able to do it. Anything with nihilus, you know, stuff like that, but. You know, yeah. put that behind something that's gonna bait out a Treya. You know, maybe. right? Like Ray. Like a lot, a lot of people will have to use you know Treya and, and like an off meta. You know, if they're if they're doing the Vader still uh, against it, because you just put so many tanks in there that they have to they have to do it. One thing that I've been really thinking of trying out this time in uh, in five e five is. Using my separatist droids with Newt, I mean, the, the usual droids that I use under General Grievous, like B1, B2, Magna, Droidica, use them under Newt, uh, either on defense or offense, and use General Grievous with IG-11 and Quill. That's something which I want to try out, because Quill has got this, I think it's a revive, right? That uh, if the uh, if the droid has got that mechanical, whatever, mechanic savvy or something savvy, like that, yeah. then uh, then they, they revive with uh, 80% health and protection. Um, and well, I, so that mechanic yeah. savvy, I have to look, but that might only be for light side droids. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> I think it, it is. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yep. So his stat share is for everybody. Mechanic savvy is only for light side. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, then, then it might not work out. Yeah, because they said he was broken with General Grievous otherwise. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's an interesting team. I I keep wondering. Like, I'm looking at I'm looking at my at my available funds for the month. Which I mean, the month is still long, and it is December. And I'm like, can I justify it? I, if I could get a job at Cleso's place and get some <laughs> gift cards, <laughs> I feel like that might really work out for me well. But otherwise, I might just have to wait. I'm lucky that we do business with FedEx and they come in with gifts and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like gifts for you or other Yeah, people? because like... one of the, I run several different departments there and one of the departments is the small shipping. So everything that goes UPS, FedEx, post office, I do all the small shipping stuff, not the, you know, freight service side of shipping. That's a different area I don't have anything to do with. But, uh, you know, I negotiate all the contracts with UPS and FedEx and, you know, they kind of want more business and they have different, you know, incentives in place and everything. So uh, this is the season. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm jealous anyways. Like I they work take, for the they... state and they're like, nothing is free. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, give us your tax money because we need to pay you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so much oversight. There's, there's no way. But um, yeah, I would. 
I, I would work on them. I, I think I'm, I am going to be working on them, but not as a last minute piece. Uh, the thing that I've been working on last minute for GAC has been uh, bounty hunters. I've been, I've been messing around. I, I need to need to stamp out some of the details, but I did get grief and uh, Bosk up to what uh, grief. Grief is at 309 and Bosk is at 310 right now. And uh, there's some teams I want to try to try to counter with them. So, oh, that uh, that is actually a really great team. Both a fast grief and a fast Bosk can you can actually beat a Padme team with that. Um, if you if you chuck Mando in there, you can uh, with an aura lead with a fast grief and Bosk, you can get a contract before the enemy team moves, and then you can just annihilate uh, Padme and then just uh, and bounty hunters countering Padme. I think that's that's going to be a big win. You don't have to waste your Treya or your Thrawn, all of that stuff. Yeah, that's a huge. That's crazy. Yeah, I am. Yep, that's exactly what I'm targeting. Actually, Padme, and then I have one other comp I want to try it against, but um, I'm going to play it close to my chest on this one. So, <laughs> you guys will see on the stream. I mean, I'm not going to hide it, but um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, but if it ends up like just really, really being awful, that way I I, I save some face. So. Just say that as someone else, be like, yeah, uh, so-and-so came up with this counter, so I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, man, you need it, to, if it works well, then you'd be like, this is all mine. Yeah, I'm a genius. Yeah, 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 that's true. You have to wait till the end. You're like, okay, I didn't want to dime him out before, but like so-and-so created it. It was Arnold. Uh, Arnold created this one, and he sent it to me personally in DMs, but uh, it's it's not it's not very good. So if you have any complaints, go to him. <laughs> Yeah, that'll totally work. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, um, it's a. Uh, I really, everyone's excited about troopers, and I am too. I'm, I'm actually also working on troopers. I, I need to get my range trooper up to gear thirteen, but uh, otherwise, like, uh, troop troopers are obviously exciting. Moff Gideon is exciting, uh, and I, so I'm excited to use all of them, uh, all this excitement. But bounty hunters. I, they've always just been one of my favorite squads. They they may just be my favorite squad, and it it's fun that they can actually be relevant in five v five still. And so, like, if you want my kryptonite, if someone like DMs me and they're like, "Hey, I got this cool comp for for this random like scoundrel team," I'm like, "Yeah, that that's cool." But you know, for the most part, unless you're Clash, I, I usually can kind of like stave off the excitement, but. If you if you tell me something about bounty hunters and you give me like some actual like uh, I don't know evidence that it might actually work like you you might just hook me so um, yeah I I'm really hoping really hoping I'm gonna have a good bounty hunter year this, or season this season uh, yeah I um I really wish I had Kleso gift cards to get Gideon up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I have no Carbontes. Like that's. I can't even get him to gear eleven for the start of Grand Arena because between the Sith Eternal Emperor requirements and now I'm working on uh, Queel and IG eleven. Just because you you know a Mando event is coming out soon, so I'm trying to get all of them geared up. My my IG eleven was stuck at G seven until about an hour ago, just because I had no Carbontes. He has a Carbonte at gear seven, and I'm like. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, Gideon nice. would be the one that I finish off right now because he just, they might, 
have just made him so strong that he can be used literally anywhere. Like, pick a team, add Gideon, and it's like, all right, you guys can't damage us. Here you go. Good luck. Yeah, Kleso just yeah. got Gideon up to gear nine. So I'm in, his, <laughs> I'm in his guild, so I can see that stuff. <laughs> now I, I need those stupid, uh, what are they, droid collars? Droid collars, yeah. That was it. I don't even know. I just, I literally unlocked them on stream and I just kept pressing upgrade. Like I had been hoarding gear because I'm not like you guys and I didn't go for Sith Eternal. Like I, I was, you know, that was my plan, but it was just like I was hoarding all that. Yeah. And so I just kept pressing upgrade and I was like, oh, wow, we, we maxed them. That's crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, very interesting. Like he's, I know this isn't like an amazing comparison or like, wow, this is so groundbreaking, breaking. It's going to counter the, the hardest team ever, but like just to prove like how flexible he is. Um, I was chatting with you guys and on my brand new alt account that I started like a month ago, I just took out Zeb and I've never made it below 1400 in squad arena. I took out Zeb and I was, I climbed through arena ranks all the way to 640. Hold um, your arena rank or yeah. after your arena rank. And, and it was all because he goes first. I had two mods on him, <laughs> literally a health arrow and a, another um, a health uh, diamond. <laughs> And it was a, it was enough to get him faster. Like he's faster than any other character early on. And the Phoenix were already tanky as is. So they like, no one's doing any damage to him. And the, the only reason why I didn't climb higher was the one guy that I tried to go. He was like 10 levels above me. Plus he had a ton of gear levels on his Phoenix. We just timed out. Like he, he could not kill me. I could not kill him. Like I just didn't have the damage and he didn't have the damage against me. So I was like, dude, this guy goes anywhere and makes any team good. So it's just very funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Your last yeah. match sounds like the the five BB-8s versus five BB-8s uh, <laughs> fight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I always loved that one because they just uh, they just like stare at each other and do their special the whole time. <laughs> just wiggle and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eventually like pop illuminated destiny. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then wiggle some more. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> for five minutes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorites. <laughs> All right, why don't we get into another? question here um what are some good uses for imp troopers in 5v5 now that gideon has come out and along with that is um what comps do you like with or without piet um just because obviously piet is used with vader so can you use troopers without piet or i I should say which teams can use troopers without piet on and uh, with Gideon and Piet, who can you use them on? Uh, who, who wants to start us off uh, on this one? Kleso knows all the things about it, I heard. I, I don't, but I will say <laughs> I, know. I, I think uh, Piet is definitely the linchpin to the troopers. If you want them to punch above what they've always done, which they've it's been no secret, you know, like Zareth was saying, it's one of his favorites, one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, I always found a way to try to use them you know and get a win with them every match uh but piet adds that level of you can they jump up and then i think gideon adds another level to that 
but I don't think Gideon works with Imperial troopers um, in that w- w- without Piet. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I, I don't think you can cheat and get Piet away from there and use Piet with Vader. And I don't think that necessarily makes your Imperial troopers better than they already were if you had them well timed and everything. Because be, you, your Imperial troopers from the start were always go first, don't get hit, kill stuff, win. Gideon's just going to be more of that. You know what I mean? Like him reducing everyone's turn meter doesn't mean anything if they weren't going to take a turn to begin with. Uh, So uh, I think while he's very good, I do think he's much more plug and play like we've been talking about for the last 10, 15 minutes or whatever, and you can use him with a lot of different teams. Now, obviously, he supercharges the Imperial Troopers the same way he supercharges uh, every other team. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. You know, Piet lets the Imperial Troopers do things that they couldn't do before, and I think Gideon adds a little bit to that, but you can't cheat and take Piet off that team if you want them to punch above uh, what they were already doing, in my opinion. Yeah, I so last 5v5, I went back and looked, and I used my troopers eight times out of the 12. And I actually used Piet most of those times. You know, some if I just had to kill bounty hunters, I didn't wait, waste Piet because you don't need to. Your troopers can just take out bounty hunters. Um, so I know Gideon, and we kind of teased this at the beginning, like adding Gideon to the team can beat the untrooperable uh, Sith Empire with Sith Eternal Emperor team, but not many people have the troopers that can handle that. Like, you just, honestly, you, not many people, I don't even think I do, and I, I have every one of my troopers that would go on that team relic. Um, so, I honestly think I'm going to weaken my troopers and take Piet off the team, because I can't imagine a situation where I don't use Vader, Piet, and Gideon together. Like, those three combined, in my mind, are just so ridiculously strong that I just can't imagine using Vader now without Piet and Gideon. And I don't think I need Watt with Vader. So I was, I was creating teams the other day. I was like, what am I going to use? I'm going to use this team. I'm going to use... And since Vader's no longer paired with Watt because of those two, I was like, where am I going to use Watt now? Like, I, I'll find a home from him, for him. That's not a problem. But he always used to be tied to Vader. And now with Gideon, you, you don't need him with Vader anymore. Well, Gideon and Piet, I should say. Not just not just Gideon. But with Gideon and Piet, Vader doesn't need Watt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. I, I, I'm wondering, though, like where... I guess you can always find a place for Watt to be used. I just uh, you can I do wonder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's a crutch, but I still love Watt with Vader. <laughs> I love that offense. You know, it still brings a lot to the table. Now, you know, maybe with Watt, you're hitting for 500K and you only needed 200K, so you don't need them. Right. But man, it's good to throw that calling blade and just delete people. I think and know that it's going to delete people. Yeah, I, I think my Watt, honestly, is going to be saved for if they put Jedi Master Luke on defense. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Put Watt with whoever, whatever team I'm going to use to counter, put the tank tech on whoever that linchpin on that team is to make sure he's not ability blocked and not breached. 
Because that's what I do with my alt on um, in Arena is I have to beat a JML every day, and I don't have them yet. I, I think I'm four days away from getting my JML on my Watt or on my alt. And so I have to run Watt on that team just to put the tank tech on Ray so she can get lifeblood out. Um, so I think I'm going to be keeping my Watt for whoever I'm using to counter JML just because he's going to stop the ability block. He's going to stop the breach, just put tank tech on the important tune and kind of, there you go. Nice. Sounds strong. Uh, we'll see if it works <laughs> this <laughs> week. So like you guys were saying earlier, it's like, I, I forgot how to five eight five. This first week is going to be just complete. I think I'm going to go overkill on offense because I forget how to 5v5. And then I'll look back at the GAC history or something. Oh, yeah, that team works. Okay. All right. I'll use that. One thing to remember now now that 5v5 is coming up, we are used to fighting 11 teams, 11 character zones. Now we are down to seven. And uh, and all of us have got way better characters at our disposal. So... Def- defenses are going to get tougher, much tougher than what we are used to seeing. We're not going to get Night Sister or Bounty Hunter kind of defenses, which can be, no. you know, which we are used to. We might actually get real, all seven teams real, real tough. So we'll have to really be very thoughtful and deliberate about what we are keeping on offense and what kind of teams we want to keep on defense. I I, I sent that message to Zareth probably a week ago when I... I... I knew I was going to do the remod this week because if I didn't do the remod this week, I'm not going to do it, honestly. So to do the remod, I, I, I came up with, you know, my top 14 teams like, like you do. And I was like, I looked at the top 14 teams. There's not an easy team on this list. Like, oh God, what, <laughs> what defenses am I going to face? This is going to be awful. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so crazy like how the game kind of just slowly creeps up because like, you know, probably two to three seasons ago, actually maybe like maybe a little bit more, but like, I'm not saying like Padme, like, cause I, I feel bad for saying this, but like, like Padme now isn't like just this really, really good team that you just place on defense or whatever and just expect to, to do like people like, like you guys are saying, people have come up with solutions where you're going to, get a good trade-off from that you know like and that's what i think like when you think of defense heavy you're like trying to think of like hey where can i get that bad trade-off right i'm i'm okay if they one-shot it but i want them to lose banners on this you know i want them to to like or give up a really good team right like Endall was saying before like if they give up the bounty hunters for for my padme i'm like uh what (laughs) Why? Why did that happen? <laughs> like, why am I placing them on defense if that's what's going to... It's kind of like the bounty hunters, yeah. you know, like bounty hunters for the longest time, they were calling out good teams, CLS teams and, and all this other stuff, which we had known for like, okay, this is a good team for them. Like they're, they're going to get a good banner score out of it, but like that's a good team for me to, you know, bait out of them immediately um, or whatever. Now it's like, yeah, like, you know, there's so many teams that can go against that and, and you're not going to even hit their top teams to, to start taking away the teams that you want to actually stonewall them. And so, yeah, it's, it's going to be – it's just so funny now Like because like I feel like Padme is now in that spot where it's like, uh, do I not – like, 
with end all, end all speaking, I'm like, do I take her on offense now? Like, is this like <laughs> what this has come to? Like, it was like Grievous, like Grievous is on offense now. Like these stalwart, like defensive teams that we placed for so long are slowly finding themselves getting kicked out because there's just like, they're yeah. so encountered now. Yeah. I, I mean, defense is, is, is going to, I mean, general grievous is going to be on, on offense for a completely different reason, because as pe- more and more people start keeping the CLS team, uh, with Chupio and uh, and Tripio on defense, uh, Grievous I think is going to find more of a place on offense, and I think that mm-hmm. we, we were seeing a lot of that in the last five v five season as well. So a lot of teams that we're really used to seeing on defense, like Geos, uh, General Grievous, we're going to see them more and more on on offense, and we'll probably start seeing some of these Frankenstein teams on defense more and more, which are designed to strip banners. I I think that's what's going to come down to because. Uh, you know, I made my list of my top. I actually made 17 teams, um, not just my top 14, but Padme was my 10th best team. And Padme is an amazing team. But I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I take this team, this team, this team. Like, Padme's really that low on the list. <laughs> oh my God. She's, she is my B team now. Like Padme never used to be just a B team, but now she's like, all right, yeah, she's the throw in. I'll throw her in in the front. Maybe she steals something. Like, what? Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. they they put KRU on. I guess they'll throw Padme at it because I can spare her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have KRU with thru- with Hux. Okay, here's Padme. All right, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go Cubs. We definitely need more teams on defense right so. now in five v five. That's a uh, that's uh, a good point. Uh, we need well, we need another division, and we need more teams. That's that's what we need. That's and. Uh, have we hit- and for solos, um, solos, you know, mental health. We need to also place in a third fleet yes. on the same note. <laughs> <laughs> you you have raised a compelling argument, Ando. I like, I like where you're getting at. <laughs> Every single one of you, I hate you all. <laughs> That's good. We hate you too. <laughs> Clearly, uh, I love talking it. about that. <laughs> so here's the thing. So I, I pulled it up. I, I thought we're at nine million. Our top player is just under 0.5 million now, and they are yeah. in the same division as a 5 yeah. yeah, I mean, it goes from uh, division one goes from 4.5 to 9.5 now. Can you imagine that? That's ridiculous. It's like we had 120,000 people in Division One. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, dude. I I just so why in on our Discord server where people are uh, like people just have this fascination with that uh, with Bus 74, and, you know, because he keeps winning Division One with this crazy. Uh, I mean, his, his roster is just nuts. Like I don't... you. Okay. You know, he, does. <laughs> he, he micromanages his his roster and his matchups to uh, like an incredible degree, and he, he does a great job of it, frankly. Like, so this isn't me trying to like rag on him, but uh, you know, someone was saying like, oh yeah, well, Zareth wouldn't be up to uh, like he's no match or he's no Zareth is no bus seventy four, and I'm like, well, I have like a real roster kind of thing. Like, we're playing a totally different game. Like, he he does have a really legitimately strong roster for what like the kind of uh, you know min max madness that he's that he's doing like putting putting jawas in with like with relic zero uh with one dot mods just to make sure that his matchup gp doesn't increase uh you know like crazy things like that uh, you know 
really good ideas for that. Um, <clears throat> but it's crazy that his roster can be in the same uh, place as someone who has almost 10 million, like, right. and he's, he's a 5.3. I mean, it's a totally different thing. They have twice the roster and yet they're on the same leaderboard. It's crazy. Yeah. Talked about and that's what that's what I was kind of saying. You know, Zareth had an amazing season and finished 69th. And I was like, well, I don't count. Like in my mind, you're probably top 10, maybe top five. Have you looked in the top 50 and seen how many people had seven million or above GP? Do you know where you would be if you took in the Cleso metric? Of... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I <think that's> a... <laughs> Makes up his own metric. That's well, because I finished like 85 a couple seasons ago, and I was like the sixth or seventh highest. You know, it up like I was like I don't. I feel really good about this season. Like yeah. if the if the top, you know, 20 average GP is like 5.1 or 5.2, you're never gonna get those feats. You're never gonna get those matchups for the. And yeah, I'm not saying anything. Against, I mean, they're playing. They're they're playing the game uh, very well, and they're doing everything right. I'm not. I'm just. We're not playing the same thing, you know. Yeah, that's my so. problem with some of these feats. Is you talk to some of these guys, and I remember Zareth and I when <coughs> podcast on our uh, alliance server, we started like an advice page, and there's this guy that he finished top 10 one season. And so, you know, he started giving it <laughs> to everybody. And his advice was always save Wampa, always save Nest, always save, I forget who the third one was for solos. And Zareth and I were like, we never get a team that we can just solo. Like this, this isn't three V three. It's probably like now. And I mean, he legitimately, he legitimately went in, he won every match, he did the work, he got the feats, like he deserved top 10. I'm not saying he didn't deserve top 10, but it's like, I don't get the same matches against you. Like when my weakest team to face on defense is carry you with Hux and you're soloing Ewoks with Nest, like you can do every feat because you can put in nest plus whatever four random characters you need to get the feet. Meanwhile, I'm like, Holy crap. How do I clear this defense? Like, uh, do, do I, do I weaken my defense just to full clear? And it's completely different game. Like just complete. And it's not their fault. It's the fact that there's a 5 million gap between the top and the bottom of division one. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, like I, and honestly, so, you know, before people in chat and people listening, uh, before people, you know, say all these things about bus uh, 74, like the truth is he, he should play it the way he wants. I, I've always been a big advocate for like, if, if it makes you happy, if you have fun doing it, then that's great. Uh, like that's going to screw him. Like his roster is so micromanaged. Like he's, he's got gear 12 plus three on so many char- characters just to not increase his his matchup GP and stuff. Um, like, if he wants to do that, that's great. Like, eventually there's going to be a guild who's like, um, I'd rather not have someone who can actually contribute in any meaningful way to the PvE stuff that we're doing. Right. You know, or, mm-hmm. or Territory Wars, for that matter. So, you know, like, that, there, everything has consequences. And if he's willing to pay those consequences, then that's fine. I would just prefer not to be in the same division as someone who can do that very often 
like yeah <laughs> but i mean if we're being honest like gom does it just on a, like a bigger scale too like everyone everyone's <laughs> who's every like really skilled player is managing their gp matchup matchup gp a little bit at least they're thinking about it oh yeah, I mean, yeah. we're all cognizant of it and we're not just yeah. randomly r7 things you know that aren't gonna help which automatic i mean that's definitely the same thing it's just not it's just we still have we still want to play with the best toys right yeah and and all was saying it the other day it's like we still want to you know it's like collecting transformers i'm not just gonna have i'll never get optimus prime you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm sticking with bumblebee and then i'll never have to you know you know what i mean yeah well we we want to play with the best we want to play with the newest toys you know, yeah, like I not not progressing is is so alien to me. It's like yeah. I, I see some people who who show, show all their Zetas and all their like you know thousands of Carbantes and stun guns, and they're like bragging oh. about it. And it's just so alien to me. Like if you want to do that and your guild's okay with it, and wh- whatever, just do do what you want. But it's totally opposite of the way like the reason i play i like that advancement feeling like i'm like oh dude i just got this cool new comp i want to try it out right like my late the latest last team i developed was bounty hunters like a couple years ago you know but i sure have a lot of carbanti because i have to do all the dailies anyways there's nothing that makes me so angry than when on our discord server somebody says oh uh what's I apply and somebody else responds with it. Oh, just save the Zeta. I have 400 Zeta mats sitting around. <laughs> what are you doing? I know. And so crazy. And they haven't leveled anyone. It's like, oh, you should level. Oh, no, he's gear eight. <laughs> you should Zeta. No, he's he's gear eight too. And you're just like, what? It's like, meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, all right, I can't apply a Zeta for six weeks because I need to apply it to these four people when they come out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is killing me. <laughs> it's, oh. Yeah, honestly, like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because Cluster says we're not out here relicking seven like useless characters and I'm over here with like an R7 Plo, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> You you you're a streamer. Like there, no, there's I, certain I, I, pressures that that are exerted. That like there there are reasons. Well, you know. Well, and like, but I get what he's saying though, because like I have had people come up into DMs, like, and that's why I made that matchmaking video. And like they've been like, hey, I don't get it, man. Like, like GAC, like they are like, and they're totally disenfranchised. Like they're like GAC. Like I used to like it, but I just get so outmatched now. And um, like I have zero GLs and I'm facing two guys and then I'm like, Oh, like Samir GG, man. Like, let, let's see how we can like, is there a way that you can off meta counter these? They don't have like JKL, but like I look in there, they've got a relic seven death trooper. They've got relic seven, like everything. Like, I mean, Basilish on fallen Hawks, like, but they don't have, you know, SLKR. And it's like, man, like you invested all the R7s that you needed to get the two GLs, but you don't have anything to show for it. And that's why you're getting matchmaked against these guys that have them. Um, and so it, and I was like, and that's okay. Like I get it like that, like Death Trooper is your favorite character. That's awesome. And it keeps you in the game. And that's what you should go for first. Yeah. But if GAC is like as important as you are saying that it is, we need to just like, <laughs> 
taper down the R7s, R5s even like, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with keeping a character or some characters at R3, R5 range, you know. Um, but some people just don't like, they don't want that to happen. <laughs> so it is very strange kind of like, it, this goes back into like, more brackets would be better overall matchmaking. And keep in mind too, Relic 8 is coming and that might actually fix a lot of these matchup. It very well. That's true. Yep. Uh, scenarios. So it, it might get much more competitive once Relic 8 comes out. Um, or there'll still be those guys that, all right, I got Relic 8 Jawas and no GLs. You know, <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah. you know but I don't, yeah. I don't think so. I'm know. really curious to see what Relicate does it, and how you can get it because what I'm hoping for is I so when we talk about managing rosters, R7 is what I manage. I mean, yep, I 100%. I, I don't go over R5 unless I I absolutely have to. Like the Jedi Knight Revit or uh, Luke's, the gases, the GLs, obviously, there are seven characters. I hate that I had to put R7 on ships <laughs> or any pilots on ships. But yeah. I mean, GK might be one of the first ones to go to Relic 8. Right. And that's going to make me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like everybody else is going to be applying R8. I think for a while it's going to go to the Galactic Legends, like no doubt, just because mm. they. Their Zeta, the Galactic Legend Zeta, boost yeah. their stats. You, you kind of have to, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just to compete in arena. After that, I'm gonna hold the. Hopefully, hopefully, who knows what the stats are? If they assign 20 speed or something, I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm saving the R8 materials because if I don't need them, like everybody put R7 on Vader immediately. I kept him at R5 for the longest time on my alt account. I still pulled off every Vader off-meta counter to Ray that I needed to at R5. Um, then, unfortunately, on my main account, I was forced to R7 Vader for Sith Eternal Emperor. But I'm going to hold back as much as possible and hopefully, hopefully let all those people pass me up on the R8 ladder. <laughs> and just I'll just have the GLs and everybody else will just keep Keep climbing that ladder while I just kind of say, I don't have any of the material to get my characters R7, so I'm I'm going to stay here. Uh, good luck. Solo bus 74. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, just up, up that number I mean, a little bit. <laughs> right. Like, we, we, it has to be, like, there has to be a logical meaning behind Relicate, right? Like, it has to be. Like, there, there has to be more than, it can't just be the same thing. Because, like, I showed that spreadsheet on there where it's just you get the same stats, but like your GP is like exponentially going up. Like the more you relic someone. Yeah. Like, so it has to be some reason why now all of a sudden, like I'm like, Oh my gosh, why do I have count Dooku at R five? He should be at R eight as well as the rest of my roster. You know, like that there's gotta be that incentive for me. Like obviously beyond the guys that's just like, okay, these guys get it because they're good. You know, the GLs get um, general Skywalker, uh, JKL, like all those guys, those guys are kind of like the shoe ins, but it's like, depending on what they give, if it, you know, like we said, stat, uh, you know, a speed boost or if, you know, if it's heaven forbid, like a huge ship boost, right. Like, and all of a sudden we're just, 
getting all of our ships and we're all the pilots and we're like throwing relic eights on them because it just makes them so inconceivably strong. Um, like there's gotta be a reason other than, Oh, well, it just gives me like 3000 more protection. Like, like my last three levels did for me, but it also gave me 7,000 more GP per every character that it did that for. It, there's got to be something and maybe it's the raid I, I don't know what it is but the, there's got to be a reason for it well so, yeah i mean and there's a few there's a few different logical reasons that uh, what if what if they made it so that relic eight give you plus one gp oh, like the, the oh math, yeah the math of that might end up favoring like right now it's not really worth getting to relic seven it's like relic five or even relic two or even zero frankly yeah. is is going to be like more worthwhile to you than relic seven in most cases like there's some characters who are so uh, hungry for stats like vader i imagine <clears throat> even if they did just have like a a slight stat bump for for characters for relic eight like vader would probably be like yeah i'll take more crit chance and more damage like sure I, you know absolutely uh but for the most part people are going to be like why should i but uh, math wise you might just it might just be worthwhile to if they just you know it, it's a very slight gp increase i doubt that'll be the case because we have the light side territory battles where it's right now physically impossible to get two stars in ships for instance uh oh yeah so so uh didn't cg announce some time back that uh at a certain point of time relicking characters would would uh, unlock a certain ability i don't know if they got rid of that or not yeah, they put that on the back burner. And they walk. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that was supposed to be once you get to Relic Seven, then you unlock an ability. Like that's before Relics came out in a little teaser video with like Treya and everyone else. And then they're yeah. like, ah, psych, we're <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. So they uh, walked that one back. Now <laughs> that's not to say they won't won't do it in the future, but you know. He didn't. I was just wondering, given that Relicate is going to be unlocked by Raid and uh, it's going to be even more rare, I, I, I don't know whether they, would, they were planning to bring the, the, the new ability back for that or not, but uh, you never know with CG. Yeah, I, it's, I, they, I think they realized how much work that was going to be <laughs> and they kind of said, uh, let's scale that back a little bit. Honestly, yeah. I think... Gosh, the rebalancing that would take for meaningful abilities is yeah. mind-numbing. Well, think of how much... So now Zetas come on every character, but think about when they first released Zetas, and it was like Kylo and Vader were the two Zetas to have. Um, think of how much work it took to balance those Zetas <laughs> just mm. into their gameplay. Uh, it, it's, it wasn't easy. Like uh, Honestly, I, I kind of... I respect the work that came into first instituting Zetas in the game because to keep the balance level somewhat okay, I can only imagine adding R8 abilities now. I mean, there, there has to be something more to R8 abilities, I think, rather than just uh, increasing the space stats. I think R8 might just come with a, an increase in speed because there has to be some some sort of incentive to to get people to invest in the uh, in these new R8 abilities it has to be an increase in speed or 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 something something uh, something special i think to to motivate people yeah that's uh <laughs> ross um 
so the one thing I will say, a lot of people accuse CG of digging themselves into a corner um, or backing themselves into a corner for a lot of things that they haven't backed themselves into a corner for. GP on relic levels in matchmaking, I think is actually them getting backed into a corner on themselves because I don't think they expected the people to micromanage the rosters the way that they did or as often as they did, I should say, because I uh, 100% honest, I'm not applying over R5 if I don't have to on both of my accounts just because of matchmaking GP. If matchmaking was different in Grand Arena, I would have R7 everybody on my account. Like I would just, I would farm for R7 even without the materials, but CG tells me that's bad for me, so I don't. So when they release R8, if it's not like a giant boost, it's got to be like a giant boost for me to want to R8 anybody other than Galactic Legends. Mm. And like Zareth says Vader, I'll be honest with you, I don't think Vader is going to need, if it's similar relic levels, I don't think Vader is going to need R8 because he was doing it for me. He is on my alt doing it for me at R5 right now. So... Ask Blade Baca if it's going to be worth it. <laughs> he <laughs> likes like his Vader, man. His, he loves his Vader. Vader. <laughs> Vader or Malik is worth it. I'll ask him which one is more important on that one. <laughs> so, okay. So I, I had this idea a while ago. So we, I think like this circle, obviously, but I'm interested to hear it in the chat and also your guys' opinion. But like, I think they have a tremendous opportunity at least in my eyes with uh, galactic challenges um, for, okay. So again, kind of going into the, the thought process that a lot of people are feeling disenfranchised because they have this huge roster um, and they're not getting favorable G- GAC matches. So let's just like throw out a hypothetical that galactic challenges, whenever they come out with that final version with a store, you know, kind of like they did with GA versus GAC, like let's just say they paired you up or, or, or not even maybe like one V one, but maybe you're just in a pod of like 50 people that match, you know, your entire roster GP or something like that. Um, and so it's not like really a match, but it's like, and, and they just make it to where it's like, Hey, um, you know, obviously you get so many points for completing, you know, tier five versus tier six versus tier seven, and then within those tiers, you know, they kind of have it built out like like they kind of have it, but more robust where it's like, hey, complete this phase with five, you know, droids or whatever. And then like, hey, complete this with, you know, five rebels and complete this phase with five Sith and complete this phase with whatever. Like they just kind of built out this thing or like, hey, complete this with a mall led team or something like that. Um and, and like they they associated points to that, and there was a leaderboard, right? And based on that, you know, they talked about like this chest that you would get, um, and based on you know where you ranked in this pod of you know anywhere between eight, if you want to do a one v one, or if it's you know fifty, if you you know they just decided like, hey, it's not that serious type thing. But like, would that be enough to try to like incentivize people? Like, well, I just want to now be you know, I want to get that depth in my roster that I didn't really care about before, you know, like, or now I'm incentivized. Like 
to do so, you know, because I, I'm not just f- so focused on GAC. Um, and, and I just want to have droids all R5 in case like that, you know, feat comes up. Is, would that be enough for you guys or was it, would it be something else? Like, or like, would that just be like, uh, I, that wouldn't, that, that doesn't sound that cool. I'm interested. I, well, <laughs> I would R7 everybody if I could. They made R7 so expensive that. Yeah. It's, I mean, I want to relic people right now and I literally can't. Um, just because I, t- I don't have the materials. Like I'm sitting here farming for, 10 days straight just to get a character from R5 to R7. So uh, that's what stopped me more than anything else. Right. And and uh, Miyawaka makes actually a really good point. There's Because every increase in relic level gives a huge boost to mastery. So it's not just the GLs, but because the GLs give give the uh, 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 an increase to mastery to all the people in their team, the... Uh, the if if you're all the folks that you're really running with the GLs, those are actually the prime characters that you want to want to get R8 on. As an example, Jedi Master Luke, uh, when he gets his ultimate, he gives uh, you know hundred percent mastery to all the people that he that are, that are on his team. So, absolutely, the first people that uh, if you if you got Jedi Master Luke, the first people that you should get on your team to R8 would be after the GLs would be people like Gas or or Jedi Knight Luke. Who uh, who typically would go under a Jedi Master Luke team because, you know, the the amount of mastery gain that they would get from R seven to R eight, uh, especially with the hundred percent bump, would really go up all the way up. So and 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 all the other GLs also give some sort of a mastery bump to their to the characters in their own team. So that is another something else to keep in mind. Uh, apart from GLs, who are the people around the GLs that that uh, you know might just benefit from this mastery bump for R eight? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> it's just gonna. It's gonna be so interesting to see what, it, like. I just it, it can't be just a couple extra stats. Uh, maybe I don't yeah. know. They're gonna have to do something crazy. Yeah, I keep has- I keep wondering when they're gonna stop like doing relic levels and they're gonna go back to gear. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't think they'll ever do that. Maybe in my opinion, but I think the relic levels are just going to cost a ton. <laughs> like, you think R eight's going to be expensive? Just wait till R nine, where it's going to be. Yeah. Like, you need a full set of gear twelve gear just to even think about getting there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. I. It, it just seems. It seems plausible to me that maybe they'll eventually go back to a gear thing instead of just a, a relic thing, but who knows? I, the the truth is, though, like this, they, they will have to have something significant here. If it's just a slight stat increase, most of us are going to be good with just getting like five to ten guys up to relic eight and then just playing the same game right. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all it is. What on my all I have exactly ten gear seven or R sevens. I have no intention of getting more until I get another GL on that account, and I don't need more. I'm winning my all. I was ten and two last season. I don't need more, so they're going to need something to motivate me to get more R set. 
let alone R8s, they're going to need something to motivate me to get more R7s because um, I just don't need them. Yeah. Well, all right. Like I, I just made a video. Set, you know, I, I guess I just already referenced it, but the video I made about relics, I was like, usually relic five is enough or, or oh, yeah. even less. So, I mean, it, usually you can just be good with it. So yeah, they're going to have to come up with something that incentivizes us. And that's, that's why I, I feel like maybe if they, if they do make, if they do devalue relic eight, if they make it so that like, it's like, well, you don't really need it. Then maybe they will start going to gear again. I'll tell you one thing which will really add value to relic eight is, uh, it's going to be speed. I mean, other <laughs> stats are fine, but speed is what really makes a, a ton of difference. Uh, it's like getting a, you know, a, a whole new mod set, for example. Yeah. If they decide to add like eight or ten speed to the new relic level, that could actually motivate people to uh, to to get up to relicate even uh, characters which they wouldn't have thought, um, which could use a speed advantage. Like say maybe uh, maybe Moff Gideon, for Moff example. Moff Gideon, or, yeah. Or, or Vader. So yeah, yeah so I, I I both uh, agree with you and all and disagree with you. Only that with this new uh, relic material to get, or uh, uh, mod material. Mod thing, yeah. So I feel like that almost negates the R8 because you already have six chances, six different mods, well, mm -hmm. five different mods if you have yeah. a speed arrow, where you can already increase their speed. You know, you can already get your team, you know, 20 to 30 speed faster just by slicing six dot mods. So I don't know how much you know. It would have to be substantial if it's going if speed's going to make that much of an impact because you could still have R seven characters with better mods that are faster than equivalent R eight character. You know what I mean? Right. That's true. So that's my only. But, but I agree. I think speed will be a factor. Yeah. But it, it, it almost has to be twenty. Or, yeah. you know, what I mean? like it can't yeah, be, yeah. it can't be eight or, you know, cause that's just, you're essentially adding a mod or two, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, and on that though, like, you know, there, there are times, right. And it's the, it's those times that always stick out to your head. Like, like when you're like, oh my God, dude, this guy beats me literally by like three speed. Like if I was only three speed faster then, then this, you know, Rex or whoever, you know, whatever the guy is that you need to like outspeed. And you're just sitting there like, if I was only three speed faster, I could totally use this team and it would be easy and painless. Right. But because of that, because of that once I, I have had it to where my Vader is literally 0.56 speed faster. And I was like, all right, we're good to use him against this Ray team, you know, like, and so, you know, if that was like a plus 20, right? Like, and guys like Moff Gideon, right? I would never put him to R7 right now. Um, even though he does get a crit avoidance, so makes him harder to kill, but it's just like, I would never do that. Like, it's the same thing as Wat Tambor. I would never bring him up to R7 um, just for the crit avoidance. But like, let's just say like, maybe he gets, you know, that speed boost and it's, and it's a significant one. It's like all of a sudden, those times that like you're just you lose by a couple of speed, you're like, oh man, I would have won that match if it would have been for that point. And you you maybe talk yourself into doing it. I don't know. It it could create a, an interesting um, you know dialogue, I guess. 
Well, how many characters have we gotten to our uh, G13 and then put no relics on just for the extra speed? Yeah. That's mm. uh, And actually, real quick, thank you, Iron Bravo, for the cheer, man. Appreciate it. Even though you're saying thanks yeah, to Yeah, I'll drink to that. I'll. <laughs> Um, Endo will drink to anything, though. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Endo will drink to a leaf falling off a tree. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> this is a particularly destructive time of year for him. Oh, <laughs> oh thanks, uh, thanks, Gambit Podcast. I I think I might know you, but uh, thanks for the the drink <laughs> tonight. To be fair, everybody else made you drink. I figured I had to join in. I made myself drink, so. Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, how many people have you gotten to G13 and said, this is just for the speed? And it's like, you're right. I, I, if yeah. R8 gives plus 10, pl- just plus 10 speed, how many characters you're like, that can really help me? Uh, like a Darth Revan team, I still keep my best speed set on my Darth Revan. Just because a fast Darth Revan is pain in the ass to counter, if you give plus ten speed to him, he's going to go from R five to R eight. Like I, he's just going to. Um, but without speed, I have no reason to get him above R five. Yeah, it'll be interesting what it does, or if it makes him like crazy tenacity builds, like the tunes we have to go against in territory battles, right. where you can't land. Any debuffs or something? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Holy then, crap! Yeah. Then, like, if it if it's like more of a tenacity pot- potency thing, now that makes some difference. Yeah. If that if there's a uh, Vader can now land debuffs on a stupid wave four <laughs> of <my turn laughs> right. battles, like instant R eight. Like that's a oh I'm I'm legitimately going to help my guild get that extra star. That's, that's that's crazy, yeah. Yeah. What if it's yeah. what if it's choose your own upgrade? What, what oh, if man. they were like they were like okay, so you can have like a hundred percent potency, or you can have a hundred percent tenacity, or you can have uh, plus five hundred offense. Go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I mean, they'll never be able to code that, but the answer is yes. I will take yeah. it in a heartbeat, and I will already everybody. <laughs> It's so true. Uh, yeah, I've always I've always wanted to do something like that. Like they ha- have some kind of thing where, like, what if we got? It would be just it, it'd be so interesting if they gave us some kind of thing that it's like like in Final Fantasy VII. For uh, there's a ton of games like this, but I, I just think of Final Fantasy VII where it's like you you get some of these like power up, like speed up or whatever, uh, and you can just put it on one of your characters and it increases their stat by one or 10 or whatever it is. And like, you can just customize it. You can have one character that's super overpowered. You can have one care. You have all all of your characters, like a little stronger. I have always thought like, what if they gave us something that was like, give one character plus 20 speed go like, and and that's the only one you get ever. Oh man. Mm. That'd be crazy. Like you the, you... the it would change things so much. I don't know if it would be good or bad. I just <laughs> I think about that sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you like stay up at night thinking. You're like, what if? <laughs> <laughs> <Am> I... 
<laughs> you're like writing on your bedroom wall. You're like, you're like carving it in with your knife. You're like, what if yeah. Vader did actually have like 3000% potency? <laughs> right. was like, just go to bed. <laughs> All right. She's like, shut up, please. Um, what were you going to say, Endal? You were so starting I, to go into something. Yeah, I was thinking this, that uh, we, we really had a missed opportunity here by CG where, you know, where we had all these... Uh, uh, not feats, but but they were these uh, these title quests where uh, you would go and uh, you know get Sith Master title or uh, or a Jedi Master title, for example, where you had to relic up a certain number of characters. What if those uh, achieving those kind of titles gives all your Sith, for example, a plus ten percent mastery or plus plus fifty percent critical damage or something like that? I I really wish that they had made those uh, those title feats a little more uh, meaningful. Uh, that would have actually propelled a lot of people to go and actually invest in some of those uh, title feats because right now nobody is doing those bounty hunter uh, quests or uh, or the Jedi quests or anything like that. But if they made it a little more meaningful, even if it's a small stat bump that it would give all of your uh, Sith characters or Jedi characters, that would uh, I think that would drive tons of spending. But that's just sort of like a like a missed opportunity, I think. Yeah, that would definitely be. Yeah, there's a lot of those that I've never even bothered going yeah. for. No, nobody bothers with that stuff because it's meaningless. Yeah. Apart from a title that you get, it's it's meaningless. But if they even added a small boost to stats related to that, that I think would be uh, would be something interesting. I feel like yeah. you said that mm. to me at, at one point before, and I I I've I've always thought that was a really cool idea. Forsu actually brings up a good point, though. Like, we would start getting into this really weird thing where, like, there'd be, like, almost, like, GAC shards. <laughs> People would be like, hey, man, let me just uh, set a really nice team for you, but you got to do the same for me. Like, I mean, I know that happens right now, but, yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about the quest, so that, you know, like... Oh, get, yo, get, you're, oh yeah, I see what you're get saying. Get X number of your Sith to G13, like uh, oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like the Sith Master quest. So it, mm. you don't really don't have to deal with other people. It's just your own roster that you have to develop. So if you get all your Sith, say, to G13, then all your Sith get a, get a you know 20% mastery bonus or something like that. Uh, I mean, just some sort of an incentive for those. Oh, that would actually be really interesting. Yeah, like the people who are really, uh, you know, uh, passionate about one particular faction. I feel that they should get rewarded by some stat boost for that faction. Yeah. I would actually leave my, because I think there's one that I like, I forget what it is. I think it's the Jedi Master or whatever it is. Like, I never got it. And it's because, like, everyone in my guild, like, always beat me in tank. Um, until I got SLKR or whatever, or Shock T. I can't remember which team finally got me like to there, but like it was like you have to get there like top, top three, like five or ten times or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe it's Pit. It's one of those ones like I just like it's not it's not possible for me anymore. Um, yeah, maybe it's the Pit one. I don't I don't remember whatever one it is. I just like look at it and I'm like I, I'm never gonna get you. But like, yeah, that'd be yeah. like a reason for me to like go to another, like yeah, because, go to one of those starter guilds and be like, yeah. "Hey, man, you need me?" <laughs> yeah, because no, I mean, so you, you can about... mark though. People do that. Yeah, that's true. That like, would actually be really legit though, and all like no yeah, joke. Because like, there, there, there's some folks who are really passionate about bounty hunters. For example, they've got all their bounty hunters at R seven. Uh, why shouldn't we get? Why shouldn't these character, you know, these people get get a real boost to their bounty hunter? Uh, you know, faction, if they're, they get all their bounty hunters to relic or R5 or R7, 
that would be you know give their bounty hunters uh, give their roster give give their bounty hunters a, a a real big boost i mean that that would be something to to really encourage faction uh, synergies yeah i think that would be really cool yeah yeah like yeah like i mean can you imagine if you got the you know the jedi master one and like all of a sudden now all your jedi have 20% mastery or whatever you, you know whatever their yeah. little title gives you that'd be legit um yeah but as of now it's it's just meaningless it's just a yeah. um a title that you get that's about it i think you get yeah. like two or three omega pieces too so <laughs> yeah so it's so it's totally worth it so uh, <laughs> uh, undoubtedly <laughs> you guys remember when omegas were the struggle oh, oh my gosh <laughs> oh, yeah. like i'd love to say to this character but i can't because i don't have <laughs> omegas <laughs> yeah yeah ridiculous <laughs> so crazy i remember struggling even like okay this is gonna sound like i mean early game obviously like the purple mess is just like hey how do i get these like this is obviously like when you're new to the game you're like Bro, how do I get these purple mats, man? Like, like uh, just the Mark Three ones. It's just like it takes you know thirty or forty, whatever it is, to max out an ability before the uh, Zeta. It's just like, man, dude, they, they're they're crushing me with these. And then all of a sudden, the, the Omegas came out, and you know, or you start to try to apply Omegas, and like, wow, that's that's terrible. Do you <laughs> know for each one of them? It makes me every Thursday night or. Uh when the weekly uh, store changes and it's the purple math, it's like the <laughs> mats and one for the ally points. It's like, right. I have 8,000 of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to be real clear though, too, like, uh, like my main doesn't really care about Omegas as much anymore after having played for four years, but my alt is still uh, like, I I have more Zetas right now for my alt than I do for my than I do um, Omegas. Like I, I could I could apply like three Zetas right now, but I have enough Zeta mats to apply like five. Yeah. So <laughs> your alt is in the place that we were talking. You know that's pretty neat. Yeah. That's still kind of a thing for a lot of people. It's it's still oh that's a thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it it's right. I remember That's when kind I, of neat. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, so, because what I was saying, like, do you remember when? Like, because we've all been there. Yeah, but right. That's still kind of cool that the people coming up will still have that same experience. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. I pain that I felt. <laughs> like, well, to some extent, because you know, they have added a lot of features to the game that makes advancing easier than what we had it from, you know, most of us have played from the very beginning and it's still kind of neat to know that, Hey, look, there is a grind to this. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? You don't get to just, you know, go straight to the finish line essentially. So that, I don't know. There's something to that. So I've seen a lot of complaints about the new update where everybody's going to be able to get the characters twice as fast. Like in my head, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Because part of the, you know, the new players are never going to catch up to me. Like it, it's just not going to happen. But if the new players could catch up to the Division 2 people fairly quickly, like that's how you keep a healthy game. And then yeah. 
all of the newer players were like, yeah, that's great. We're going to have a hundred uh, or, se- or seven stars, but we don't have any of the abilities maxed out because we physically can't. And you're like, oh yeah, that 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 is actually a big problem, isn't it? Like, you can't increase the character shards without increasing the purple ability mats because otherwise you just have seven star characters and they're just sitting there. Like, it doesn't help them catch up at the end of the day. I mean, it's it's very similar though. Like the the hyperdrive bundle, the like I still think it's a great deal for the money, but when you do that, immediately you're in GAC, and there there are some considerations that like a lot of people don't think about for new players who buy the hyperdrive bundle. Like, yeah, it's it's not just oh like cool I I can actually I can play because everything is gear eight and I have, I have a huge roster kind of already. It's like. Okay, so you can apply maybe one Zeta before you jump in uh, to your first GC. You can you can apply, uh, you can maybe have like a couple of your squads with full mod sets on them. Like a you know modding is a huge factor for that as well. Mm. Uh, like the character shards, it, it helps some. It certainly <clears> does. <throat> it's also, I mean that that's an issue people have been facing with the hyperdrive bundle for a long time. It's just now translated to free to play as well. So we were talking about that, or at least other people were talking about that in our Discord server today of your alt account, which is now GAC ready or available or however you want to call it. Like you can join my, my new player account. Yep. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, your second alt account. Sorry. Gosh. Don't say that. It makes me head hurt. <laughs> but anybody that bought a hyperdrive bundle has skipped past you. So it's almost like you're you're gonna build up like the rest of us built up. You know, you have different teams obviously that you're focusing on because new characters came out since we were that character or that uh, account age. But yeah, I have Piet. Like we did where everyone that bought the hyperdrive bundle, you kind of just skipped a couple divisions in GAC and they're, they're going to grow up accelerated, but at the same time, they're going to kind of be behind because it's almost like when you, you play a video game and you know, you enter a cheat code and you go from level one to level 50, just like at the snap of a finger. And it's like, Oh, what's this new ability I have. And you never use the full abilities. It's kind of like, they're never going to grow into their roster, which is interesting. It's going to take them just as long to figure out how to play, but they're going to have all the characters. And it's, I think it's almost going to be more confusing for them. Well, and on that, cause you know, like I, I like I just created a new account and it's just like, just for fun. And it's like, it's great. Like I just seven starred Hera and like, I've got like seven stars on a, a lot of these Phoenix guys, but it's just like, I'm still stuck behind this Carbontian and stun gun wall that like, I literally can't like my level, my, the level that I'm at, like I cannot farm those gear pieces. Right. right. So my only option to get them, and this is, you know, coming from someone that's, you know, brand new to the game and, and impressionable like is oh if i just got crystals i could buy it right and i would solve all my problems i could get this gear level and i could finally complete seven star thrawn that's um, always been my theory yeah yeah and, and then so you're creating 
And so you're creating this thing where it's just like, cool, you're getting these guys faster, all the, the legendaries faster, which is what everyone tells you to do. But great, now that you've got uh, EP and Thrawn, what are you going to do? Like, you're just going to sit there with gear four on them? Like, or are you going to, you know, boost them up and, and use buy crystals to get them to gear eight, which is to you amazing, but in two weeks when everyone else is beyond gear eight, um, not amazing anymore. So, yeah, well, let me, th- so let me throw this right back at you where my alt account is 6.5 million. <laughs> it is no, it, it's, it's literally one month younger than my main account, except for my alt account is for mostly free to play. I can't, it didn't start free to play, but it's right, for yeah. now. Um, I am. So I'm obviously going to be high, be behind the meta on everything because it's free to play and I just have to be, and I'm lucky that I'm in a slow shard, but it's still a shard that has spenders on it. And I am every day I have to be a JML for first place. Like if I want first place or if I, even if I can't beat first place and second place is usually sitting another one and it's annoying as hell, but it's, I can't tell you how many times in the past two weeks I've been motivated to try and spend on that account just to get my GL faster because it's like, I can't keep up with these guys and it's just difficult. That's so funny. Like the guy that takes first place after me, I always take first place with Ray just so he doesn't have to beat my GML. Our shards really, I think we have one of the nicest shards that's ever existed because we stay out of the top three to five with new galactic. Every time new galactic legends come out, there's probably, you know, five to 10 of us that are going to be early adopters. Yeah. But we still don't take, you know, first, second, or third, especially with those. You know what I mean? And then once we fall back out of the top five, then we switch back to the new hotness. Yeah. I, but, on my main account, so the guy that finishes after me on my main account, I'm generally ahead of the curve faster than him. Like he catches up a week or two later but i'm generally fast like ahead of the curve just by a week or two and so for that one to two weeks i will always change my team that i want to leave in overnight like i can't tell you how many times i've fallen because i've forgotten to change back just to make sure that he can take first on my alt account shard it's a lot slower of a shard in that the people that get the new meta immediately don't drop out of the top 10 for like a month and a half. Because <laughs> there's a lot more uh, lesser spenders in my alt account shard than in my main account shard. But in my alt account shard, it's a lot harder to get people to help you. In my main account, it's like, okay, I took first. During my payout hour, I'm going to change teams. You can knock me back. And then like you said... All right, I get knocked back to six right now. Now I'll change. My yeah. account, the JML teams are still climbing into the top five like 10 hours before their payout. Oh, wow. 10 hours before their payout. And it's, I, <laughs> I got yelled at in my shard chat the other day. You know, every once in a while in our Discord server, Zareth will 
post his shark chat drama in my alt account i am the shark chat chat drama because i'm <laughs> like why are you an army of one <laughs> climbing into the top five when your payout's not for 15 hours it's like they wake up they're like oh i only need to do one fight to get into the top five i'm going to go there yeah that's crazy yeah and I know how to beat most of these teams, mostly because I do it on my main account, and then I can kind of transfer it to my alt account. So on my alt account shard, I have people, hey, can you climb, you know, eight, six, three, one, um, just because nobody else getting shard can beat JML? And it's like, well, that's freaking annoying for me, but all right, I'll help the shard. Sure. I'll climb eight six three one, but it's like, oh god, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, we have. Oh my gosh, uh, there's a Russian dude in my shard that hates everybody. I like, where like this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Look, these Russian guys. Like, I don't want to sound whatever, but they have a different mentality they- when it comes to the shard, like. So uh, he he has, I think, either three or four Galactic Legends. He can put in whatever he wants, but he really likes his uh, Sith Eternal Emperor. So then he gets picked on by people that only have or have, you know, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo, but they don't have, you know, the newest of the new. So he gets mad. Like, it's after his payout, but people go through him because they don't have to change their lineup from SLK. Because you can literally auto. <laughs> right. And and he complains and he starts, you know, throwing profanities out there and everything. I was like, man, we don't <laughs> we, we don't complain about getting hit after our payout. You're yeah. more than welcome to put in, you know, a harder team or put in at least put in Ray. So you're the same as everyone else. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna keep Supreme Leader or Sith Eternal Emperor in there, you're just calling, you're asking for that. And by the way, people can take any path they want to take their spot in arena. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I get. He he just, he gets crazy. And it's like, man, just chill out. Like, I, your, your payout's over. Who cares if someone hits you? Here's I, I see when I say I throw up the hissy fit in my ultra yard. So I, I do that like an hour after my payout's over because in my main account shard, we're actually pretty good. We've been playing together for five years now. And it's like, okay, if I'm going to max jump, unless the max jump has a payout after me, like everybody knows that's kind of in my alt account, yeah. it's literally, they climb on the easiest team. So they will climb eight, seven, like five three one like uh, no joke that that's okay of it and so it anchors me because the jml's constantly climb they have to stay in the top five no matter what and so it's like i'm getting knocked back now to 30 but i'm not getting knocked back to if it was 30 on max jumps or 30 on like legitimate jumps i'd be like okay that makes sense i don't i don't care i get why you did it but it's like I get knocked back to 30 in a 20 to 24, <laughs> 24 to 22, 22 to 21. This stupid bot that tells you every time you're hit just kills me. Right. But you don't have an option. This dude 
he his his mentality is oh that's and, and to be fair to him he tried like he's so excited when he could beat my Jedi Master Luke team before he got Sith Eternal Emperor. You know what I mean? Like, and he shared it with his whole Russian guild and everything else. And he just thinks everyone Sweet. in arena should be trying to beat stuff with off meta counters and figuring out ways to win and being the best of the best. And I get that because I try to do that too. Yeah. But sometimes people in arena just need to make their payout and get back to real life. Yeah. But then he starts calling people, you know, questioning their sexuality and whatnot. And it's like, dude, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> just, just like your, your, your payout is over. That's please, great. Please just relax. And if you don't want people to use Supreme Leader Kylo on your Sith Eternal Emperor, just put in Ray or put in your SLK. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, You're like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. My, my sexuality requires that I hit you <laughs> right, now. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. In the top five, I, I don't care what happened. Nobody should have a guaranteed spot in the top five unless it's your payout hour. Like that's, I mean, but my, yeah. my problem is that like when you when you're dropping like from four to six to eight to 11 and it's like one of those dude you're just hitting me because it's easier and you just want to hit auto but that's fine like okay (laughs) like i'm i wouldn't do that you wouldn't do that but you are part of this shard chat and i'm assuming you have rules where there's like codes of conduct and we don't hit people two hours before their payout and if your payout's over that's on you playboy maybe you should spend more to not like I, I don't know. Like, like I said, I do. I, I actually threatened in chat because, like, this one JML owner, he pisses me. Oh, God. <laughs> just the entire shard chat, like, off. Like, it's not just me. <laughs> but he climbed the other day 6-4 instead of 6-3 because he didn't want to do a mirror match of JMLs where he was faster. And the other guy had the later payout. So it's not even like he was climbing – just like, oh, he has a payout before you, so I'm going to hit you because he has payout before you. I completely get that. It's like, oh, I don't want to hit another JML. I literally just want to hit auto on my climb. I'm like, no, no, no. If you do that, I'm sorry, I'm going to hit you back. Like that's, I know, how, I'm sorry, I know how to beat your team. If you only want to play arena on auto ten hours before your payout, I'm just going to hit you back from now on. Oh, for sure. Like, and that's the thing. Like, we have a two-hour rule where you don't hit people two hours before their payout, or if they're in the next two payouts after you. So, if someone wants to climb that early on me, I'll just hit them right back, even if their payouts before mine. If it's that many hours before their payout, have at it, buddy. But no one does that. You know, it's just this guy always complains. He gets hit after his payout because it's an easier climb for people after him, and then he complains. It's like dude this is what's going to happen you know like yeah no this guy so this same guy the same guy oh god i hate him so much become such a really a really interesting podcast <laughs> <laughs> hashtag just, solo rants <laughs> yeah, just just hearing you guys rant about your arena shots <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> but that's the thing my arena shards amazing it's just this one dude that, that complains about getting hit after his payout it's like dude so you're, you're the only drama in this entire thing 
because <laughs> you want people to be at his he wants people to do what he's doing and try to figure out ways to counter and waste crystals trying to figure out it's like some people don't want to do that and that's fine like uh no i get so gig who's in the chat is in our shard and this guy he changed his payout time once and then he changed his payout time again. He's like, uh, guys, I messed up and changed my payout time wrong. So I changed it to the middle of the night. So I'm going to climb to the top five, 10 hours before my payout. Uh, please don't hit me. <laughs> Is he one of these guys? <laughs> please don't hit me 10 hours before my payout. So I'm yeah. up and it's like, you didn't mess up. Like, no, screw you. Like, you're just, you never want to leave the top five. And see, <laughs> he just cheered. He knows. Um, so thank you. <laughs> to, to end all, to end all. <laughs> uh, so, so immediately after he sent that message, I sent one back that said, Hey guys, I just claimed to top uh, to the first spot. Can you not hit me for 24 hours before my <laughs> <laughs> just one, please? Sweet. <laughs> I'd like to stay here every day forever, so if you can mind just. <laughs> <laughs> Did you respond with no? <laughs> I got told that I I needed so our shard. It's a funny shard because we have four people from our guild in it, and then there's four people from like another guild that's in it. Just because it, it's a five year old shard at this point, so people just kind of join guilds with their friends. Uh, but so it's like bad batch against the howling Ewoks at this point. It's like, oh, you're going to defend him. So, all right, I'm going to defend my guilt mate. Here we go. Here we go. It's quite annoying, to be honest with you. I, I have more drama in my alt chart than I do on my main account. On both of them. Both, like, ships and main account arena. I think one of my favorite experiences uh, with shard chat was uh, some guy was saying some, like, like incredibly offensive things to solo in spanish and oh, so solo so solo googled it and he knew, he knew what it was but he sent it to me anyways because he thought it was funny so my wife who who used to be a spanish teacher she has her master's in spanish like she she lived in argentina for a while etc uh, i i was like oh this is cool like she can brush up on her spanish and so like uh, so i I let her read it. It was really funny hearing all the profanity coming out of her mouth. She doesn't really cuss that much. And <laughs> it was really great. Um, <laughs> that was and, then, and, then I, so, and, then, and then we discovered that that same guy who was being a total dick to Solo, like he was just like saying some ridiculous things. T turns out that he's also like the one rogue asshole on my uh fleet arena so <laughs> i was like oh look at that small world like <laughs> yeah we can, we can hate the same person solo this is good bonding experience so so this russian dude that i'm talking about a lot of what's so great and tragic about it like we have to use google translate and it does not translate the best no. and it goes back to this whole uh questioning sexuality thing <laughs> so like he likes me because he knows, like, I try hard. He's like, you have a child. I know you're not, you know, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, like, obsessed with it. Yes. <laughs> you, you have a child, therefore you can't. But he's like, I've seen your streams. I've saw your son, 
Like I've no like, okay, but that how, do you, how do you know, bro? Right. It's like, okay. Like this is so like can we just team. not complain about getting hit after our payouts? And then we can avoid all of this. And and this is the language barrier is it, it like because we're just going back and forth in yeah. Google Translate, and I know it's just not working. You know what I mean? Like there's no meeting of the minds, even with Google Translate. Like it's like, oh, like there's something lost for sure. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I think <laughs> I think one of the most awkward situations we had for a while in our shard chat was like we had two Russian dudes who like the, they they followed all the rules and stuff. It was fine, and they used Google Translate and stuff. But the the awkward part was. You know, there, it, there's not a ton of channels on our shard chat, which is great, actually. I don't want to have to monitor all that. I don't monitor anyone, any of them anyways. But, like, they used to just fill up the whole chat for, like, pages of just, like, talking to each other in Russian. <laughs> like, just like a two-way conversation that they totally could have just via DM, but they, right. they didn't do that. And so it was like, you, you just get, like, these like seven pages of just like scroll up scroll up scroll up and then someone's like hey could so and so remove their mods please in right. english you know like like it, it was it was really awkward because because yeah and every once in a while you'd like scroll you'd be scrolling through trying to see all the stuff and like in the middle someone just like has this request that was totally ignored and like no one saw it so it's funny it's like that's how it is for them but all the time forever and then when it happens yeah. to you, it's like, what the hell? Two pages. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's, that's true. But this is their entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So someone's like, can someone, yeah, everyone's like, can someone drop mods? Can I, you know, it's your payout, whatever, all this stuff. And they're just like, what the hell, dude? Like, why are you excluding me? Right. <laughs> uh, that, that's a great perspective. Yeah. I still find it obnoxious. So I, so I got a a GSE question for you guys. Um, given that five v five is coming, <laughs> thank God. I agree. I'm as, laughing, as, but we should turn to GAC. As as much as I love the arena chat, I I am a little self serving over here because I'm I'm a little worried about five v five. I've completely forgotten uh, tons of stuff about five v five right now. So I just want to get your thoughts on: Are you guys planning to keep your GLs on defense, offense? Which GLs you plan to keep on defense? What kind of off-meta counters you guys are thinking of uh, of doing? Just wanted to get your thoughts out there. I, so I'm I'm gonna go first. Sorry. Yeah, so, right. uh, real quick. So with the addition of Jedi Master Luke and C, uh, especially this first like Jedi Master Luke has made Supreme Leader Kylo teams so easy, mm-hmm. and Sith Eternal Emperor has made Jedi Master Luke teams so easy. Like I'm ha- I'm mostly tempted to keep at least those two like i think ray's gonna be a staple on defense ah uh because mm. I, I i know solo disagrees because he likes doing his mirror matches and in 3v3s i think that made a lot of sense um but mm. good point i mean in 5v5 is ray mirror still as reliable it, it's not as good of banners and i know solo can get good banners with his R2 and BB. Like he cannibalizes a couple teams to do that. Uh, if I can cheat and use Vader, I think that's a better move and get full banners or just as good a banners in 5v5. I don't know. 
I, I will say this first week, I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to keep more GLs, I think, than I place. And as things go, and I feel more comfortable using off-meta counters, we'll see how it goes. All right. So here's my question about this. And here's this is honestly why I'm keeping more of my GLs on offense than defense. I, I will put at least one on defense. I think it's going to depend on the opponent I'm facing. Yeah, it always comes down to who are you facing? What does their history look like? What are they capable of? Right. But so Ray, to, to stop the Vader counter, you have to put what? Three tanks at least? Yeah. Uh, for Supreme Leader Kylo, I, I've given up on trying to stop the off meta counter. It, because I can't get Moff Gideon up that fast, and a JKR, JKL is just going to destroy it. Sith Eternal Emperor, everybody can destroy. And JML, unless you're going up against a bad player that you were going to be anyway, they're going to be Jedi Master Luke with Darth Revan. So I'm going to keep one of them on defense at all times. I just... I don't want to put Kylo or Ray on defense because you're either going to eat all my tanks or <laughs> you're going to get fantastic banners. And it, if I'm playing the efficiency game, I honestly think like gas, Darth Revan, Padme, CLS, and, you know, Grievous plus KRU with Hux is going to steal a lot more banners then if I put Ray and you Vader, my Ray, and if I put Kylo, you JKR, JKL, my Kylo. But I, you're just going to get better banners against me. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I was doing, like, last 5v5, I was putting Darth Revan with Supreme Leader Kylo because that really helped shut down the Jedi counter. But now, if people have Jedi Master Luke, it does nothing. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, uh, and then you could put Malik with Ray to st- to help with the Vader counters. That might still work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think one big difference with the uh, with five v five is you know in three v three you you kept your your Darth Revan team together, Basti and Malik and Darth Revan. In five v five, like you said keep your Malik with your uh, Ray, for example, to prevent right. the Vader counter, or at least right. make it more difficult with a few, right. few tanks. Keep Basti uh, for your, for, uh, with your Vader for your, uh, your, uh, your Ray counter. And then, uh, you know, keep Darth Revan on offense just to take out uh, some other team. So I think it makes sense in 5v5 at least to, be, to, to split your Darth Revan team up. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, it depends on what you want to do with the with the rest of your uh, your team. I so I think that Darth Revan and Gas are going to steal more banners on defense than they can get on offense. So I think they have to be on defense. If you do that, you have to keep Galactic Legends on offense because if the, obviously if they place Gas and Darth Revan on defense, you need something to counter it. So it's. Well, I I, I, I I look at it like this paper, rock, scissors thing, but there's four teams. There's four Galactic Legends now. So I think, especially the first week, I'll probably keep three, put one on defense, paper, rock, scissors it, hope that I have an off-meta counter, and hope that I am smart enough to have a counter for Darth Revan or Gas 2. You know what I mean? So 
uh, and hopefully that's the fourth galactic legend. Hopefully people aren't putting all four on defense, but they might, you know, but I think that's where my mentality is at right now. Paper, rock, scissors, because that's what arena is now. It's kind of nice to climb an arena because you can, you know, almost auto everything if you're at all four or three or two, you know what I mean, with your Galactic Legends. So here's the next question of, let's say you have to put one Galactic Legend on defense. What off-meta counter are you keeping for offense? Well, Vader's staying for offense no matter what, because he can do yep. most everything. Chris is right. Gas as well. Gas is great against uh, tons of... Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah, Gas and Vader are staying on offense, because if... You know, shit gets real. You can get through it. Hopefully. I see. I I think I'm putting gas on defense. Gas is definitely but, but, better in five v five versus three v three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My my question in that is, what is so? And I'm, and this is a legitimate question because I've never really tried it. But what is JML without gas? Like, does does he still like hard counter the things that he normally counters? I know, you know, we're using the hard counter, but like, does he does he go well against other GLs, uh, like G- JML? We're talking without gas. Does yeah, he still so, beat that? I mean, if you're going to use JML on offense, you're thinking about Springblader Kylo, and it still works pretty darn good um, against Springblader Kylo. It's not okay. as easy, right. and it it can go wrong. It, like if you try to go too cheap. <laughs> On your other Jedi, it, it will not go well. But I mean, there's a level. So I'm not bringing Plo, for instance. Like, a... <laughs> I mean, you can right. You you can I, do a lot. <laughs> if, if you're my if you're my opponent, I encourage that. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, we got that one covered. <laughs> for the people at home, of course. Like I obviously knew that, but uh... <laughs> what's your clearly <laughs> Galactic Legends? <laughs> Uh, one thing which becomes even more important in 5v5 is is what you hide at the back so oh yeah galactic mm-hmm. legends now i think given that uh, you know it's it's very difficult to prevent a full clear in 5v5 it might make some more sense to hide your galactic legends at the back and in the front before your galactic legends get uh, get get exposed it might make more sense to to have teams which pull the counters needed to 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 get to your galactic legends for example you know if your front zone is able to exhaust a gas or a vader or something like that and then you keep a galactic legend at the back that might actually be really uh, you know uh, u- more useful for your uh, for your defense than than just keeping your galactic legend in the front yeah no i i completely agree like this this just goes down to like honestly in all forms 3v3 5v5 5v5 with ships it doesn't matter like if you throw your best cards out front um i now at least know like either a i'm going to lose this or i'm going to win this right what kills me is whenever you throw like the a minus b plus teams in the front bottom zone I'm like, oh god, I don't know. Like, what if there's three Galactic Legends back there, right? And I kind of like talked myself into this like little like 
like corner where I'm like, well, I got to save this guy and I can't, you know, there, there might be a, a, a Sith Eternal back there. So I can't say use this guy. And then all of a sudden I, I break through your front wall and it's just like, maybe there's one, you know, GL back there or something like that. And it's just like, <laughs> there's old Republic. Oh, You're like, Damn it's like, it all. <laughs> God dang it, man. Like I totally screwed myself, you know, throwing and I get it in a lot of places, you know, like you, if you are going for that strategy and you're like, Hey, I'm just going to throw all my GLs on the front walls and just try to stop them from even full, like getting a zone then and like, say you, you played the opposite way where you said, Hey, I'm going to put all mine in the back back zone. And now you can't counter their GLs. All of a sudden now you're in this situation where it's like, okay, well they can at least clear one zone or, or maybe two, but they can't clear my back zones. And so they're going to win. Uh, but like, yeah, like for me, I love it whenever my, my opponents place GLs out front because it just immediately lets me know like, okay, I got a plan for these guys. I know they're on defense. Right. But it's that unknown that always gets me. It, it's nine times out of 10 when I lose, it, it is because I say, oh, wow, there might be these ridiculous teams in the back. And then the, whenever yeah. I get there, it's like, it's never there. Yeah. Which I, is why the- I have my own worst enemy in that. Yeah, the, the front bottom zones, they, have, they, they serve one of two purposes. It either makes you uh, underestimate the teams and then go and you know, waste your teams and then you, get, you, you end up getting a hold on it, or it ends, ends up getting you, uh, you know, um, over-invested and you end up uh, trying to, to uh, you know, overkill the teams just because you want to save the, uh, the you, you, want, you, want, you want to ensure the, uh, the one shot and then you end up, uh, you know, um, getting something uh, you know you you end up overkilling it and then end up uh, getting uh, getting something weak at the back yeah, yeah. right I, I think i think that i mean so there's a lot there's a lot of thing a lot of factors to 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 5v5 and I, I think that i mean we've talked about that before that's exactly right and i'll like uh so so people make this argument that ships are like because because they changed it to two ships now that if you go the top route and you clear everything except for the bottom two zones and your opponent does the same except they clear the bottom two zones and they don't clear the top like then you you end up winning it's more efficient and that that's true mathematically but the fact is like in in nuanced play i'm not talking about like bludgeoning each other play i'm talking about like actually you know like strategic trying to figure things out there's so much value to being able to trap and cause that uncertainty yeah. and be, make people like force them, like make them problem solve. Don't, don't mm-hmm. just advertise. Don't just say like, Hey dude, I, I have four galactic legends up front. Cause if they're a bad player, they're going to lose to you regardless. If they're a good player mm-hmm. that now you're giving them all the information, good players use that information yeah. and they plan and they beat you. So yeah. like yeah. instead plan on, having more than just a two zone defense, like try, try to make sure that, yeah, make, you, you know, yeah, yeah make, exactly. Make them earn the, uh, the information, yeah. like uh, make them earn the, the, uh, you know, the ability to see what, what, what they're up against. So here's the thing. I can tell every single opponent that I'm going to have for the next 12 matches, I'm going to have gas and Darth Revan in the front. You're going to have to wonder if I have Jedi master Luke in the back. So if you want to, Sith Eternal Emperor Solo, my uh, my, 
my gas and then Darth Re- uh, mirror match my Darth Revan, you're going to have to wonder if my Jedi Master Lucas in fact. So I can guarantee you he's going to be. A few times in this Grand Arena he's going to be. And if you look at my Grand Arena history, Jedi Master Luke was in the back the last week of 3v3. So I'm going to make you decide how you want to counter that uh, gas team. Do you want to use Sith Eternal Emperor? Do you want to keep CLS off defense? Because CLS, uh, he belongs on defense at this point because he's such an expensive counter. You have to wonder, because I can promise you right now, my JML will be on defense probably half the time in the next four weeks. And you're going to have to mm-hmm. wonder when you counter that gas that's sitting in the front, whether or not it's worth it to use your JML counter in the front as well. So I'm going to call this right now. I think this is the season where we might actually play each other. <laughs> it's, it's very possible. Between me, you and Zareth, because we've been, we've been playing the same opponents Every single season for I don't know how many seasons. I, every every single week. Yeah, yeah. Like how, how, how many times four... have we passed around Lee Pants Q I would pay real good money to see any of the three of you battle each other. Anyway, <laughs> oh, for the for the match, I would literally sub or I would give five subs for each like for the each one of your guys' channels because it would just be so good. It'd be so so amazing. All right. Yeah, we need to hook that up then. <laughs> yeah, so CG, please, if you're listening, don't match them up because I don't want to follow through on that. But <laughs> basically we have- well, the only thing I hate that so since the last 5v5, like I was really I love the Mon Mothma team. I and it, it's done nothing since 3v3. You know what I mean? Because we've had all this new Mando content, so I've been focusing on that. So my Mon Mothma team looks exactly the same as it did over a month ago. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like, gosh darn it. I was hoping to have something a little bit better by now, but it's not, you know. My, no. yeah, my Mon Mothma team sucks ass. Went R4 yeah. speed, so I'm okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, uh, what Masters FX97 said in the commenters makes sense. It's uh, the best Mon Mothma team on defense, at least, is the, the turn meter version of it, which is Mon Mothma, Pau, Piston, uh, Scout, and Kara. Uh, that has the ability to both reduce the enemy turn meter as well as gain turn meter. I feel like you don't know about K2 and Cassian, bro. Oh, yeah. That, on offense, I would have. On, on, on offense, I think K2, K2 and, and Cassian, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Anil, on, go ahead. No, no. <laughs> on, on offense, that team is amazing. You know, K2 and, and Cassian, if they're relict, then uh, they can take out, you know, pretty much any any team out there except for GLs. But uh, on defense, I think the turn meter version of the team is, is, is way better. Oh, on defense. Because on defense, the number one thing you're trying to do with Mon Mothma on defense is either draw out Treya in the front zone or in the back zone, stop Treya from countering it. But here's the problem. If people have troopers, which a lot of them do now, you're done. Which uh, Mon Mothma is a 60 panner team on offense, though. If <clears throat> the right team. Yeah. If, yeah just, just like troopers. I mean, if they, troopers are a 60 banner team if they have the right team. If you can't yeah. find a te- team to counter. like So, so troopers aren't going to have as much of a problem now. But I mean, if you can negate the use of Mon Mothma entirely, like. 
sure there are fifth there's 60 banners in, in next GAC match but it's it's really hard to negate Mon Mothma. like it, it's gonna be a long battle I, I've done this offense battle too often where it's be like a four minute battle but I'll take four minutes for 60 banners there's not many teams that you can place all seven of like because you need to play seven teams you need seven teams that Mon Mothma can't beat and that's you're gonna put have to put a really heavy defense yeah. to stop that. Yeah. Agree that there's at least going to be one team that Mon Mothma is going to get sixty banners on, and that that's a win for me. Right. Yeah. I I hate that. I I literally hate like you guys talking about that. I literally hate that. It's like that is to me like my worst nightmare. Because like I you just imagine looking at G like dot GG and just seeing like that Mon Mothma was like bigs and wedge or something like just beat one of my like i was like oh this is a good team right like and, uh, and all of a sudden like it's it's like 60 banners i'm like damn it like why did i do that yeah it's you need mon mothma shouldn't go on defense because if your opponent has just g13 not even relics g13 on the sith trio like Mon Mothma is getting undersized for 62 banners or 60 banners or whatever it is. On offense, to stop my Mon Mothma, you have to put a very heavy team. Like Mon Mothma can beat a lot of the CLS comps. Maybe not if they're full R5 plus, but if your Mon Mothma team and CLS comp are equally geared, Mon Mothma is going to beat it. <laughs> so it's like... How are you gonna? How are you going to plan around Mon Mothma if she's beating teams like CLS? Yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, there's a lot of insecurity on my part because I've only ever put her on defense. I, I I'm not versed with saving her for offense. You know, I, there's a couple times in three v three where I didn't put her on defense just because I knew my opponent had the counter, yeah. and why give them that? But then I still didn't use them on offense. You know what I mean? Like, or yeah. I did, I did, I did, I did use them on uh, to clean up a BB-8 and R2, and I couldn't. <laughs> I, I barely could kill BB-8 because he kept getting forced. I'm like, this is stupid. Well, like, I, th- I thought I was going to time out, but it ended up working. But and that's three v three. I know that's a different story, but it was just funny. So uh, on offense in three v three v three again. But I beat a 2PO, 3PO team with my Mon Mothma team. CLS lead? Yeah, that's... It wasn't a CLS lead. I, I'll fully admit <laughs> <laughs> but... that. Team is, that team is just obnoxious on 3v3, dude. That's pretty cool, man. On your Mon Mothma, it doesn't matter if you're going up against CLS because they're applying every debuff. So they're not gaining the turn meter because they're applying the debuff. And then on Mon Mothma's basic, she dispels the debuff. And you're like, well, where did that go? And I got nothing out of it. So, and in 5v5, I have beat CLS with 2PO and 3PO team with my Mon Mothma team. Because, again, they apply the debuffs. And then with the first assist, the debuffs disappear. But it's not like, it's not somebody else where you gain turn meter on you know, when the debuff expires, CLS needs you to resist the debuff, which the Mon Mothma team doesn't. So 
uh, it, it's not a guaranteed counter. Like I'm, I'm not coming out here and saying it's 100% counter, counter to it. But if you can chew, if your Mon Mothma team is strong enough to chew through a Chewy, you've beat the CLS team. So, so just for the people you know listening to the podcast, like what would be your guys's CLS GPO, you know, counter? Uh, like say save Grievous, right? Because I've actually, okay. So for people, you know, again, like the big, the big variation here is really how your CLS is modded. Fair. When I face, when I face uh, fatal, uh, the playbook, he modded his specifically for tenacity, right? So like eventually, yes, I would have gotten that way. Um, and I think he thought the same way when he put his Grievous in against my CLS, but like you forget that CLS can attack out of um, of taunt, so yeah. like the mark doesn't really mean anything. And my CLS eventually killed his Grievous, just like just basically. He, he's like, I'm I'm done with this, so he he backed out. And um, but like, let's just put a hypothetical out there. Like, what would be your guys's C- CLS counter with with Chupio in there? We're killing the crap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a win. <laughs> That's. Uh... <laughs> Jedi Knight Revan works. Here's the thing. So I I run TW for Zareth and I. Well, Zareth's alt and I is guild. Um, yeah. And we are not at the FC Nova level like, by any stretch of the imagination. I, it says I, who? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to hope that alt is on there. Instructions that you have to do. But our normal normal counter is honestly Jedi Knight Revan. Like he is going to win eighty percent of the time. Every once in a while, and probably based on that math by of mine, twenty percent of the time, he's going to target Jolie first, and you're just kind of effed. Like, sorry, Jolie just died. You're you're done. But the other eighty percent of the time, Jedi Knight Revan will. Lose somebody, Jolie will revive them. And the second the revive happens, you take control of the battle. And it's like, oh, look, I direct focused. Chewie, you're done. Um, yeah. And more and more teams are countering General Grievous, which you talked about earlier in the stream. Yeah. So you don't need to save your Jedi at Revan anymore. It's, it's kind of like, a, all right, this CLS team is stronger than the Grievous team. I'm trading up by taking my Jedi Knight Revan against them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jedi Knight Revan, though, I mean, if you're still trying to, you know, off meta counter is still going to be like the SLKR, you know, for SLKR, like that's, so I, I don't know. I mean, there might be some sort of strategy in there. Like, you know, you try to bring out the JKR in order to oh, stop I'm- him with the SLKR. But yeah. I, it, there's always going to be a, let me trap you. But yeah, yeah. Who's Jedi Knight Revan's? Like, if you put CLS in the front zone, I'm probably going to CLS it. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, again, it's for the people, you know, not, not for me, of course. Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> guessing that I'm going to be keeping General Grievous for at least half of my matches this coming yeah. GC. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Ever since you put out that video with GG and Newt countering. Yep. Yeah. Like I did that a couple times in the uh, last five v five, and it worked really well. And now, if I sniff, if I have a hint 
that they might put CLS on defense, I'm keeping GG for offense. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping all of my separatists on offense for sure. I mean, if my opponent has a CLS team on defense, then I'll use my my own uh, GG with Newt on it. If he doesn't, then I'll use my Newt lead with the uh, with the other separatists for for taking out one team, and then use GG with the uh, with I don't know maybe L3 or 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 maybe Quill or something like that to take out another another team like that. So uh, it gives me that flexibility on offense. But I, I just feel that in 5v5, General Grievous is taken out too easily for too many, uh, for, for, for quite high banners. So yeah. I think it's, it's, it's much better to keep, keep uh, Grievous on, on offense for now. So here's my question then. And th- this, is, this is my question for the chat, not for me. Um, I have to... <laughs> Castillo already knows. <laughs> <laughs> be able to counter four GLs, no matter what their permutation is. I have to be able to counter... Gas, Darth Revan, and CLS on defense. As I'm sitting here thinking of it, I literally have to keep every single one of my teams on offense. At what point do you say, I'm just going to risk it and put this on defense? Because yeah. I, I, to try and counter four GL and a Grievous team and a CLS team and a Darth Revan team and a Gas team, which all may or may not be on defense – at what point do you like? How do you say I'm going to put this on defense? Because I've been trying. I created my 17 strongest teams, and realistically, only a 15 of those could even go on defense. But I have to be able. I want a full clear, and I know that's greedy of me. And I know there are a lot of people that don't full clear and get the wins and just move on to the next day but I'm greedy and I want a full clear at the same time. How do you do that and keep a strong offense? So, and that's where I was going back to where I was saying, you got to kind of paper, rock, scissors it, you know, because if they set their four GLs, you know, you use your C to counter JML, right. you use your SLK to counter C, you use your, uh, uh, where am I at? I don't know where I'm at. JML to counter. JML to counter. JML to counter. Your Ray's on defense. So you use Vader to counter Ray. So there's your four teams for offense. And you have a Galactic Legend on defense. Now you got to counter uh, uh, Skywalker and Darth Revan. So you probably want to keep your CLS for either of those with Chupio. So then you're talking about, okay, maybe keep pad. You, you, you know what I mean? Like you're not too far off, you know, from coming up. And then what are the chances that someone doesn't give you like, that's a lot of good teams. I think people are still going to place bounty hunters here and there. I think people yeah. are still going to place Grievous here and there. I think people yeah. are still going to, you know, so you're going to get these, "Quote unquote cheaper wins too," so I think, at least for this first week, that's kind of my approach. Yeah, I, I do agree with you, but it's kind of paralysis by analysis of like if I want to counter every team that they put on, de- they could potentially put a defense because this first week we don't have a history. Like the last history is six weeks ago, and rosters change a lot six weeks. I mean, God knows mine has. 
so this first week, it's almost uh, I I'm gonna go efficiency the first week, and then weeks two, three, and four, I can place fu defenses left and right once I kind of know their play style. But the first week, it's almost uh, I'm gonna. Yeah. That, that, that's always yeah. like I feel like that's always week one is all right. Make it through week one. You know what I mean? Right. And so I'll be back in a in a minute. Hang on. There, there are people talking about the four GL crowd is rare, and I know three of us have that. But it's the it's honestly the same. So my my alt account only has one GL still right now. I'm gonna go into week one with one GL, and it's the same idea of. In six weeks since the last 5v5, a lot about a roster has changed. Like, a lot has changed in six weeks. Even as a free-to-play player, six weeks is a long time. Uh, and you can gear a lot. It's. I think week one, I'm going on both my accounts, both the 4GL account and the 1GL account, I'm going much heavier offense than I will weeks two, three, and four. So this is this is our chance if we're gonna get matched up with him week one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, I, so I guess for me, I'm fine. So I, I know I made kind of a stink about it about not being able to full clear in three v three like it during like my match seven I think because the guy just placed every single hard team uh, and then he just walked away. And it, it was more of just like, he didn't want to compete. That, that that was annoying to me. If he thought he could win and place that defense, then. Right. Hey, then totally I a hundred percent. Yes. I know exactly what you're saying. If you're going to do that, but that's your plan on how you're going to win by all means. Yeah. But if you're just not going to attack at all, then what yeah. are we doing? Right. So, uh, you know, whatever. But the fact is I, I was annoyed by it. I'm, I'm generally fine with not clearing as long as I can beat the other guy. If I can win, and especially if it's pretty decisive, I'm good with it. So oh, yeah. for me, I'm like, can I beat whatever the top five teams he can put on defense? Like, can I beat those? And, and if I can, like, what, what's my worst case scenario that he places in the front line, like three up top, two on the bottom, and then probably I can beat something in the back. Like I can find a way. And then I can set a close, I can set a good enough defense that if he places my nightmare lineup, he's still not going to be able to clear me. Right. Uh, you know, maybe in the back where we're like close, but generally I'll have planned enough that I can beat their top five and then hopefully one more in the back. Like, and then, then I can just like pick which one. If, if they put two D bag teams down, I'm like, okay, I can't beat both. I'll just destroy one and then like leave the other, you know, maybe like fail an attack on it just so his next guy knows uh, next week knows what he's placing. But, <laughs> right, you know, like, I, that, that was awesome. When my third place opponent in three V three, I had him beat. So he throw in a burner on every single team just to show what my defense was. It's like, Three v three is over. You're my last opponent in three v three. Like, what are you showing people? Like, <laughs> that was awesome. Like it when people do that. My buddy Hens, he placed a guy who just always places like the craziest defense, and then like walks away. Very similar to what I faced uh, in the the last season, but 
like he faced that guy and he was like you know what i'm i'm just annoyed by it uh, well that that guy actually doesn't walk away like he just like attacks one team and then wins because uh because uh, that that's like his play style he just play he, he attacks the very minimum possible right and so so hen's just like placed like the mirror defense against him yeah. And then, like he had studied, <laughs> he studied his, his GAC history enough that he was like, "Okay, I know how I can beat like one of his zones." And so it, it ended up being one zone to zero zones. Right. And I was like, like "You're a hero. Yes. I, I love you for that." <laughs> right. Yeah. I have no oh, intention of full clearing. I just want to beat this dude. Yes. Here's yeah. that's easy for those of us that went eleven and one or twelve and zero to say of I got the win. It didn't matter. Because we guaranteed Kyber at the end of week three. But if you are, if you're not going 11 and 1 and 12 and 0, sometimes you need the full clears. Like, how many people out there go into the final week saying, I need to win at least one and full clear every match just to make Kyber? And then yeah. it's kind of like, a, all right, we're in the fourth week. Oh shit, this guy just set a hard defense. Like, I went from needing one win and three full clears to I'm going into the final match needing a win and a full clear just to make Kyber. And I I can tell you from experience that is stressful AF. Like <laughs> when you need to go to when you need to change your plan from match one to match two to match three because one guy just decided to be an asshole it's really stressful uh like zareth you went 12 and 0 so it doesn't matter but imagine if that guy set that no it doesn't (laughs) in the first in week four like the first match of week four and you needed to full clear every day that week to make kyber like that's that's a big deal Sure. So here's the thing though, Solo, like what I'm talking about is worst case scenario. Sure. I, I always plan to clear. I, 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 I know a lot of streamers will like make a big celebration of full clearing. And for me, I, maybe this sounds like as elitist as possible. And I, I apologize, but I, I always plan on full clearing. If I don't full clear, I always feel like I've lost, even if I know I've won, like it, it just, it sucks. So yeah, my my thought is you need to save enough offense to be able to clear those front five care or f- front five squads, the nightmare lineup, and then you know and maybe clear something in the back. But otherwise, I, how often are you going to run into that? Like it, sometimes, sure, but very rarely, frankly. So, um, so in five v five, it's a lot less. But I can tell you because you and I both coach people through Patreon. And I can tell you in 3v3, in the final week, I saw that at least three times between two of my Patreons or patrons or however you want to describe them. Just between two people, I saw that three times. Like that's, in th- at least in 3v3, it was much more common than just a, oh, this is just a, you know, kind of throw the hat type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I I just I I know that 
I, I see, I see a lot of people. So here, I think, I think there's, there is a disconnect. So, so I have enough teams and, and I know enough comps that I generally can expect to get a full clear. Even if someone places a really tough defense, I usually can do it. Even if I lose, I can usually like find a way to have a, have a decent chance at full clearing. I think there is like a, a mid range level where I, I see a lot of people like on our discord server who they post like uh, consistently like, okay, I can't beat their Ray cause I don't even have even one galactic legend uh, or, you know, I do, but I need to place it on defense. And so I see a lot of these face-offs where they just clear half the board and, and leave it. And, and that, that does put a lot of stress on people. I, I just, um, I, I don't know. I, if you're going to have, if you're going to be to the point where you get a galactic legend, I guess, to me, I, I want, I want to believe that people are also developing an off meta counter, like before that happens. Well, and, yeah, you know. you know, I I think one difference, uh, like two three months ago, when when most of us had one Galactic Legend, or maybe six months ago, it uh, the 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 strategy of preventing a full clear and maybe yourself not full clearing might have been relevant. But now, given that most opponents have two, three, four Galactic Legends you realistically can't prevent a full clear. So you need to plan for full clearing your opponent and having a, you know, a decent set of off-meta counters to, uh, to, to basically, you know, um, to basically get through your opponent's uh, defenses, whatever they are. So I think uh, the situation has changed quite a lot from, from what it was four to five months ago when, when uh, you know, most people had only one galactic legend and you could afford to to prevent a full clear now you can't uh, you can't do that you can't you can't rely on preventing a full clear from your opponent just because your opponent is going to have two to three galactic legends so you need to be uh, able to have those off meta counters available and you need to 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 really count on clearing your opponent because your opponent is going to do the same to you yeah i i can tell you with my all that uh, only has one Galactic Legend, soon to. But right now, and going into the first week, it's only going to be one Galactic Legend. It's at during 3v3, I kept Ray on offense every single time just because I was honestly worried that they were going to full clear me. And with Ray on offense, my only Galactic Legend. Even if it took a two shot to get through Supreme Leader Kylo, which it did when they put Supreme Leader Kylo on defense, um, I wanted to be able to clear you because you were probably going to clear me. And I think that's that's true for a lot of people over six million. Just I think in Division Two, especially Division Two, I've talked to a lot of people that can't clear because of fleets and. You know, we talk about like, oh, eight and four gets you Kyber. In Division Two, if you can't clear fleets consistently, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Kyber, like that, that's not getting eight and four is not going to get you Kyber because you haven't full cleared, you know, half the time. So uh, when you can't full clear in any division, it causes a lot of problems as kind of as the Grand Arena progresses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I was, I was just pouring myself a new drink. Uh, but yeah, like I, it it is 
one of the hardest things, like I'm not trying to like bring it back to like the streamer versus non-streamer, but one of the hardest things is when, and I, I get a lot of people like this, so I don't know about you guys, but like I get a lot of people that's like, hey, I'm in division eight, right? Like, like I'll bring an example up. Like if you ever watch this Holy Cheese, like he was like, hey, there's like these four star and three star like geos and he had a Relic 7 JKA and I was like, bro, he was like, should I be able to solo this with JKA? And I was like, yeah, man, 30% offense. Plus you got a Relic 7 JKA versus these geos. Absolutely, man. And he, he said he went in and he got one turn and that was it. Like, and I was like, dude, I'm really, like, I like I feel bad because I was like, dude, I'm really sorry. Cause like the way that I understand relics, like in that, like, and, and it's hard cause I don't, I didn't see his mods or whatever, but I was like, that should have been able to, you know, solo for the most part. Um, you know, unless again, with the star accounts aligning that way. But um, one of the things that like, I always find hard is, and I see people talking about it before. It was like, I'm not facing three to four GLs, you know, I'm facing only one or two. And, and it just comes down to like, not to, to steal your guys's line, but it like comes down to like, do you have a plan? And <laughs> your, your, your plan needs to be really like, do you full clear? I like that's that in my eyes, if you can devise a plan around that, um, that, that is the first and foremost thing, right? If you are an exceptionally well-placed player in the game that understands the game, then that's when you can start to say like, well, I can, I think I can boil down this, their, their GL or their two GLs um, and eventually beat them. Right. And, but like by me placing these squads that would normally be used for those GLs, if I place those guys on defense, then he can't clear me. Then that's when the, the strategy comes in. But by and large, I always encourage my guys on discord. If you're not sure, just go for efficiency because like defensive battles are really like, like what I, I consider defensive battles to be against skilled versus skilled players. If you think like you can match them for like, skill then go for the defensive holds or or go for the the like i'm not gonna let you clear my back zone if you're not sure just go for efficiency that's what i've always said but it's it becomes a really really tight line because some people just they they don't know you know and it it becomes really really hard that that's been the hardest part is me as a streamer because people ask for advice obviously you know yeah so, so and and no, you're right, man. I, I think I think in general that's that's the struggle I face. So I, I see people like I, I see people who like have a less developed roster than me, or you know, whatever. Like they they don't know the comps as well, the the various counters and stuff, and uh, they they see my videos, and I I tend to put a like such an fu defense down that I like I'm. I'm just constantly relying on these off meta counters to win on the first try. And if they don't, then things go sideways real quick, um, much to the amusement of the people watching. But um, the, the fact is like, I think you're right. Like you, you, you know, you want to go for efficiency because in, in general, even a loss, if you get a full clear and a loss, that's going to be way better than a loss and half of a clear. You know, uh, and so 
So I think that is good advice in general. I think that there's there's a lot of people who watch my streams and they're like, I'm gonna do what Zareth did because he wins he wins a lot. And yeah. I know that maybe that sounds cocky, but the, the truth is like, you know, I win enough that people watch me and then they try to emulate my defense, but they don't have quite the level of off-meta counters that I do. And then, you know, they, they end up in the situation where they only clear half the board. And it's like, what what do I do? Like, you know, it, when I'm advising people in general, I, I say, uh, try make sure you're going to clear like look at their GAC history and see what they normally place and then make sure you have an extra team just in case something goes bad okay so uh, Klesso won't have this problem because Nova's Nova's a good guild but so I, I'm obviously in a guild with Zareth for god it's probably three and a half years now and I can't tell you how many people are like I put down the same defense that Jareth did. I don't understand why I didn't win. It's like, because do you watch his videos where he said he spent like X amount of crystals practicing the off meta counter yep. in his, yeah. you know, and you guys just placed the same defense. And it's like, I, I, I couldn't get the counter to work. <laughs> it's like, guys, what you have to understand, and Klesso and I do the same thing. We both and end all got end all places the hardest defense out of all of us. Yeah, um, it's pretty mean. <laughs> I, would, I would hate. I would hate. I would literally like. I'm so much ahead of uh, end all, and as far as GP, I would literally hate my life if I ever got mashed against end all. Like, I would hate it. Dude, I would now, totally buy. Now like I want that five to subs for each of you. Yeah, if you guys got to, if you guys got to face each other. <laughs> do this i watch all of our streams or youtube videos like we we all practice what we're about to do and that's the key word like a lot of the Mm. times we go into these matches and we're like okay i can place this because i found an arena shard mate that let me practice this counter five to ten times and so we got it down and usually i'll ask our shard mates to like hey, can you get Finn to this speed? Or can you get Darth Revan to this speed? Because it's not just practicing against a team. Sometimes it's the stats on the team that matter. And we'll have people that are like, I placed your defense and then I couldn't I couldn't even get past the ray. And it's like, okay, well, what, did you practice? No. Or did you practice? Yeah, yeah, I practiced it. And it was like, was the ray the same speed? No, no, I went first every time, but in this in a match i went second it's like right i, I, I yeah. do think that's a big thing that we do right is that we have arena shard mates that help us out and put teams in and like yeah. <laughs> last season of 3v3 you know someone had a faster shock t like they did the same <laughs> trick that we do where you put a really <laughs> fast shock t with your <laughs> jedi knight luke so then i had to improvise i'm like all right well now i gotta bring in han to shoot her right but but so but the but the hermit yoda that was on the team was still 312 and i'm doing the math i'm like my vader should be 316 the way i'm doing the math right but i don't trust that can you please make your hermit yoda 316 or 312 to and and then it worked fine and then i did it and it worked fine but yeah. I knew enough to ask, hey, I, I'm i already asking you to put this team in. Can you please make your Hermit Yoda exactly 312 to make sure that I'm doing the math right 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. so Dude, psycho? I love I love Forsu's comments so much because I was just about to ask. I was gonna say like I bet, that, I, I bet that half the people in this chat or in on this stream right now know the name of the person who helps me test all the right. time. Yours <laughs> is Johnny on the spot. Mine is Mole Mole He's amazing. <laughs> like as much as Johnny helps you, Mole Rakay helps me. Yeah, mine is, mine is asked Andrew to drink a couple times in the chat. Uh, what? So- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll do I, it. I, I mean, having having people that you can test against before going in uh, in, in GSE, you're just having people to test against in the arena is so underrated. I mean, a year back, you can, uh, you could have, uh, you know, uh, whatever teams you, you regularly see in the arena, you could have, uh, you would have been able to see the same teams in, in, in grand arena as well. But these days, the kind of teams that you see in grand, in grand arena are very different from the kind of teams that you see in, in, in your regular arena. So getting a person to cooperate and, and put in specific teams that you see in GSC is actually invaluable. That's something mm-hmm. which, uh, which, which, which is very different from what it was like a year ago. Yes, one hundred percent. Especially with the uh, like. So uh, again, I know he's in chat, but like for fatal, I'm going to bring back that CLS thing, right? Um, when I face that tenacity build CLS, it was complete. So I had tested right against a CLS, Chupio, um, C3PO. But when your Chupio is ripping 40% of your leader's stats, that is a huge amount that you're not accounting for. If when, when, when you do your mod sets differently, like, like if, if it's like his where it's all tenacity or, or like a, a big part of it, at least, that is a huge amount that, uh, account that you're not like accounting for. So um, I always say, like, I always have this thing, like whenever I tell my, my discord, I'm like, it looks good on paper, but let's test it out. Right. Like, and, and when we do the testing, I want to be as close as possible. And my, my guy that I test with is from Shadowlands, a uh, Brummer, I guess, since we're doing the, since we're doing the shout outs. Oh, I love um, Brumner. He's a good friend. Yeah. Oh, him. really? Dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's, yeah. A, he's awesome. He, he just joined my shard chat and he's the only dude that is willing to test with me. So I'm like, Oh dude, that's who I found out. Like the, the JK, uh, JKR, um, gas Han Solo thing. Like until the, the bug was fixed, um, worked at least hypothetically. Yeah, dude, yeah. is awesome. Take advantage. Like, yeah, man, he's, he, he's he amazing. Like I, I, I just like, Hey man, can you reset this? And he's like, yeah, man, absolutely. I'm like, Hey, we're right close to each other. We have totally different payouts, but um, yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's awesome for testing. <laughs> Assuming there's not two Brumners. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I can't imagine there is from Shadowlands. No. <laughs> from Shadowlands. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he bought it. I think he bought an, well, I mean, like, I think he started an account at the same time that I did and ended up in the same shard as me, but um, is, yeah. is what I would guess, but yeah that guy too actually come to think of it (laughs) yeah he's he's awesome uh and that's i've only asked him to test like one or two teams but he's always been on the dot man he's he's solid as hell so yeah he's in the top end shadowlands they know what they're doing yeah oh yeah absolutely and when he when it's it's hilarious too like so whenever i was done (laughs) i asked him like to test this team and he's like so what'd you find out (laughs) and i was like well um you're freaking 
Watt Tambor is too quick, man. So can you reduce it down by like 20 speed? <laughs> I, I asked a different guy than Johnny on the spot to be able to test my Jedi Master Luke uh, or to test against it and uh, in 3v3. So the guy has a 328 speed Watt, I think it was. It, it's like his best mod set or what, what or speed set, one, one of his best sets. And <laughs> I was... It was just funny because I, I needed to test a specific against a specific speed, and I was like, "I'm I, you gotta you gotta be slower, dude. Here, your wad is ridiculous. It's it's a problem sometimes asking <laughs> asking extra people to asking ex- other people to to test with you because like sometimes you get so comfortable testing with someone, like you just assume certain things, and um, yeah, it, it can." you really shouldn't take for granted having someone, someone like Johnny on the spot to be able to help you test. It's, uh, yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I'm like, would I do that for like some random guy? You know, he's like, Hey guy, Hey man, could you please place your Ray team and make sure that the hero Finn is 324 speed. Right. I, I actually like, probably not <clears throat> my buddy that helps me test all the time. He had me put in like, four or five teams this last GAC match. And I'm like, heck yeah, dude, I'll waste all the crystals in the world. Like you tell me what to do, you know, like it feels good doing the reverse of what I ask and even more, you know what I mean? And I've sent this dude gift cards before and everything because I'm like, I ask too much, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if some of those can end over to me, like that'd be sweet. But, um. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I followed your example class. So I did the same for Johnny. I was like, yeah, dude, I gotta, right. Yeah. He, he'd, he'd, do sure. it, he'd do it for free forever, I think, but I'm yeah. right. But that's not cool. You know? Yeah. Oh because, yeah. Because here's the thing. It'd be cool if you asked him to put stuff and they asked you to put stuff, but they never asked you as much as you asked them. Yep. So, so so it's like hey here's an you know e-gift card from amazon you know 49 cents right <laughs> i'm like dude you gotta check your email <laughs> he's like whoa i didn't see that yeah it's funny um yeah. no you're right like there was one time johnny was like dude i need to test against something i was like yeah it'd be funny if this you were weird, like a complete sure. dick about it but like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? dude i'm busy no <laughs> figure your shit out you're like yeah, you, I, I you really want me to change my mods right <laughs> really like i'm not i'm no i'm not gonna lower my my uh fin down to that speed like that's stupid man <laughs> uh, and i'll deal with someone you test against like, yeah, I yeah, do. I, I have a one guy called Proudest Monkey, one of my shard mates, who uh, who's pretty uh, pretty um, um, good for uh, you know putting teams that I request. So so that's pretty nice. Uh, one one question I had for you guys, but I mean, uh, we w- when you're going to put your, your 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 GLs down for defense, what kind of teams are you thinking of? I mean, because we we obviously won't be able to keep uh, like for example Ray that the, the kind of teams that you see in the arena you are going to put Ray with with uh, Jedi Master Luke or uh, with, with Jedi Knight Luke or, or or Gas. Similarly Jedi Master Luke you're going to put with Meta Tunes and and similarly Darth Rev uh, your, your your Sith Empire you're going to put with with Darth Revan or or Treya. But in GAC, that's really not very, uh, very relevant. So what kind of tunes, if you put your GLs on defense, what kind of uh, 
tunes will you think of putting it in with the you know without really breaking up some of your meta teams man i weaken i weaken my gls when i put them on defense like so last 5v5 i put supreme leader kylo on defense 12 out of 12 matches because i was going to make you beat me or not basically and i didn't put hux or red panda on the team once um because I then also in the front zone put KRU with Hux and Red Panda uh, in the front zone just to make it a more difficult KRU team. And that KRU team got defends. My Supreme Leader Kylo got a total of one defend out of 12 matches. But I think it was worth it because my KRU team got like five <laughs> five defends over the 12 matches um, because they, they had to overkill KRU or risk taking JTR and trying to risk at the JTR Hux thing. Um, I don't, Klesso said it earlier for me, I don't put Ray on defense because the Ray mirror match, I've never gotten less than 56 banners. I've practiced it now where I shouldn't get less than 58. Um, and Luke and Sith Eternal Emperor are probably too easy to beat on defense now. So I, I think it's going to be like Supreme Leader Kylo, Phasma, First Order Officer, Special Forces TIE Pilot, and First Order Stormtrooper. Uh, that's that's going to be yeah, so, defense. So, so, so what you're saying is GLs on defense really are easy to beat unless you really break up tons of teams and keep like Darth Revan or, or Gas or JKL along with the GLs. I, I could put Ray with Malik in the front zone and force you to make a really hard decision. But at this point, anybody that looks at my history is going to know that that team is going to be on defense and they're going to, in theory, keep a GL for offense. So I, I think it's better to weaken your GL team because they still demand a strong defense, like a strong counter team. Like it, if Supreme Leader Kylo is hiding in the back zone, you're not just going to roll over him with some easy team. You're going to have to take your strong team against him. So you might as well make the surrounding defenses stronger around him. Mm, yeah. So, so my overall, like, and I'm a, I am of, of you guys. I'm, a, I'm the most simple minded guy in, in, you know, Gambit, but I am like, Old GLs equals defense and cool. Like they use the, the most, um, you know, kind of like off meta counters as possible. And the new GLs equals offense. Like that's to me, like that just seems to make the most sense, right? Like these, the new GLs just don't seem, they're not the same. Uh, when we talk about caliber of like defense holding, when the new, when the old GLs release on D, uh, you know, release in general, when you play some on defense, it was just like your trump card. You were just like, boom, like I'm calling your bluff type thing. And you placed it and it was just like, eh, they either could counter it or they couldn't. And you just kind of like, like you either had like 20 battles on your, your GL, sort of like the same thing as like when, uh, Drevin and Malik came out or Ga uh, Gas and and uh, JKR, like all those guys. Or you, you, you know, 
or like they were able to beat it. And then you just knew that they didn't have anything back there, but like the new GLs to me feel like they're so counterable, whether that's with a GL or an, an off, you know, off meta counter, they just feel so counterable to me. Whereas like the, the, the beginning GLs just felt like there's just no way, you know, like I'm just, if they just have two and I have one, like, Kudos to them. If they place them both on defense, like I, I'm not going to cl- full clear them. You know, these new GLs feel a little bit different now. And maybe but, that's just like the characters that we got in between that, but like, it just feels different to me. It, so, yeah. But, but well, what are you countering the, uh, the Sith Empire teams with? Uh, well, well, in 5v5, yeah, that's actually a good question. I mean, beforehand, like in 5e5, I was countering them with, with gas. But like obviously now with with JML kind of needing gas, that's actually a really good question. So I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys. I, so here's the thing. Sith Eternal Emperor can be countered by everyone. But at the same time, if you don't have the relics and the modding, they can't be countered by anyone. It's- yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, a person like me who doesn't have SLKR and uh, right. doesn't have good troopers, what what do I use to counter Sith Eternal Emperor? That's uh, right. Uh, I've seen I've seen some Vader comps that work with Piet lead. Va- Vader can still work. Mm. Um, Galactic Legend Ray works with. Uh, so the. Uh, I, I see a lot of, and this is pet peeve. So trying to kill off Ando so, here. Uh, so. I, I, just, I, I just figured out how this works. Uh, so like what, six drinks? <laughs> I'm having fun by myself. Keep, keep talking. I see a lot of people saying that Ray can't counter anything. It's And it's because they try and use the Resistance Hero Bros and like Haldo and one like Resistance Trooper. Here's the thing. Uh, Resistant, uh, Ray, JTR, BB-8, R2, Resistance Hero, Finn can counter every single Galactic Legend on the board. Like, there's mm-hmm. not a doubt. The banners, depending on the Legend, the banners get kind of schluffy. Um, but that team can counter every single team on the board. Could you uh, repeat that? You said Ray, Resistance Hero, Finn... BB-8, R2? And G, uh, JTR. JTR, okay. So you lose your JTR team. Like, ad- admittedly, I'm I'm just not going to have a JTR team this this uh, 5v5 season. But it's worth it because that Ray team can beat every single other team. Like, in Territory Wars, I forget what guild we went against probably about a month ago. Everybody was like, how do we counter this team? And we kept all of our Rays for offense. So I said this team, and they're like, Oh, that that battle was easier than I expected. It's like, yeah, because BB-8 makes that team so ridiculously fast when combined with JTR and R2 that it's like, oh, all right, kind of just that team just kind of disappeared. The tri- including including uh, SEE teams. Yeah, and and uh, we faced a bunch of the Bastila lead uh, JML with Watt teams, and wow, who else goes in the five v five? And they become a long match. Um, 
it, it, it it's like a, a four minute battle. I, I, I won't lie to you, it's a long battle. But the trick is, you skip your first ultimate and you just keep applying lifeblood and you keep applying or keep getting the saber throw. Almost pretend like Jake or Ray doesn't have her ultimate, and you just saber throw them to death. And it's like, oh, you only have two left. I'm going to go into ultimate, and then when I come out, you guys are dead. Sorry. Hmm. Yeah, I I need to do some practice then to to figure it out. I think that that seems like a like a decent team. It's so at our level, it's not that hard. You know, if if you're at like four million, don't give up your JTR team. But at our level, because and all you don't have all four GLs, but you're still over six million. Like, yeah, yeah. I I don't need a JTR team on offense. I I can spare JTR. Yeah. 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 I. It, I hate giving up JTR, but at the same time, if I can counter every GL on the board, like it's worth giving up JTR. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like being able to split up uh, Jedi training Ray uh, for their own defensive team. Um, yeah. So I was even adding the hero bros with yep. them. And oh, yeah. putting Ray on defense with tanks and whatnot. Uh, yeah, so I hundred percent I, yep, I like that. I I like that potential. In fact, I modded my resistance hero Finn for over seventy five percent crit chance, just so that I can put that team. But at the same time, so Zareth, you said it in your three v three Ray versus Ray video of. If you can completely negate one of their GLs with your GL for sixty banners, why wouldn't you? You, you know what I mean? It's sure. If you can't, if you consistently can, then then awesome. I'm. I see you do it, and I have a heart attack every time I watch you do it. I like. I don't. Oh, that's fair. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel as controlled as the three v three counter. Uh, yeah, you know, three v three feels pretty darn good. Five v five. It can't. It, it can go well, and it can also go not well. So I've pra- I've pr- I've probably practiced it more than you two. A million times more. I guarantee you have. I, yeah, I, I tried it once, and I lost without killing anyone. So I stopped. <laughs> 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 or message Johnny, and uh, if you practice it enough, though, it, it almost becomes this like just. Uh, it, it's like this automatic thing of, oh, this is easy and I can skip this ultimate. The key is every time nobody skips the first ultimate, because they're like, oh, that Ray just went into ultimate. I need to go into ultimate. You can always skip the first ultimate if you have five on the board. You apply lifeblood two more times while she's in ultimate. And the opposing Ray, no matter how much damage they're going to do on their ultimate, it's not going to get through four lifebloods. Like, it's just not if you have your ray modded halfway decently. So once you get past that's fired. Once you get past that first ultimate, um, you kind of win. If you if you match ultimate for ultimate, you're probably going to time out. Like that's what's going to happen. And like playbook says, you press the shiniest button, and it's, <laughs> it's hard not to press the shiniest Good button. Point. Um, I've made that mistake too many times at this point. (laughs) I've made that mistake way too many times. And you do timeout. Like, uh, there was a stream probably two months ago in 5v5 where I timed out because I 
I was like, uh, I, my lifeblood, it was a faster ray and I didn't get as many lifebloods out as I wanted to. I was like, I better go into this. And then I didn't have the extra saber throw at the end. And it, it just went downhill from there very quickly. Yeah. But it takes practice. Like, I don't expect anyone to do this counter without trying the team once because you have to know that BB-8 is going to feed turn meter to the team. So even if if your ray is one speed faster than the other ray, you have to wait a turn to enter your ultimate because otherwise your team is going to be sped up and you're going to leave your ultimate before she leaves her ultimate and you're just going to be screwed. Like, you have to practice the counter. Yeah, I mean, we we did this back in Alpha Squad a long time ago. We called it Rayful Banners with the droids and stuff. Right. And, like, I just still feel like if you're giving me the option to spend a Galactic Legend and a great B team in JTR, or I can put both of those on defense and just use Vader and get the same full banners uh what do you think i'm gonna do so so let me ask you this question though if you've seen in your history that your opponent has placed balak and two tanks with ray every time for two weeks straight are you still gonna do that uh i just use luke nukem okay i i mean there's there's always another option like i'm not saying mine is the only option Uh, obviously it's not and on my all, I'll be honest with you. I, I use Vader ninety percent of the time. Yeah. If I place Malik in two tanks. I'll just use my. I'll, then I'll use the Ray counter. But yeah, and to be fair, I can still use Vader. I mean, I've done it a number of times with tanks and Vader. There's still ways around it. It's not as easy. It's not as fun, but you can do it. Vader yeah. still counters the tanks. And sure. Everything. Uh, sure uh, absolutely I just I've gotten so practiced at it that it's one of those I mean I'll, I'll honestly call it a crutch of Ray versus Ray at this point I it's just so easy for me <laughs> that I do it and I get good banners but on my all I do a completely different strategy so I get it I mean yeah. there's there's more than one way to approach a battle right yeah I mean yeah. I'm going to have to practice the ray counter for sure. I mean, there, there is a case for keeping ray for a mirror match on offense, but I mean, think about which is the best GL on defense right now. I would think it's, it's ray. I mean, with the right set of characters, I think ray is probably the toughest team to take out on defense compared to all the other GLs. Uh, see, I would actually say spring leader Kylo I mean, Supreme Leader Kylo can be taken out without a GL. I mean, if you have the JKR, JKL team, you can pretty much uh, take out Supreme Leader Kylo for 55 banners and above. But uh, same thing with Vader. Well, I don't know. With Malak and, and a triple tank with a really fast Finn, Resistance Hero Finn, I think Vader will struggle against Ray. Uh, well, yes, but so, but then you've taken Malik off Darth Revan. Yeah. Put your best mod set on Resistance Hero Finn. At mm-hmm. that point, it's almost like a 
did it cost you too much to get one defend? I, I don't want to put my best mods in. In fact, when I remodded, I slowed down Resistance Hero Finn, to be honest with you. Hey, Finn has always been slow AF. Yeah. He is. So what what is your guys' Finn, just by way of asking? Because I, I want to know this from Moff Gideon. My, my, my Finn is about 335 always. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Well, is gonna to, <laughs> I'm going to I'm have to speed mine up eventually. <laughs> for my, I'm sure my guild is going to make me, but I yeah. I think mine is like 303 or something. Like yeah. really, oh. really slow. Yeah. Because I put him yeah, with I mean, resistance. I put him with Ray, uh, with Jedi training Ray. And so he gets a huge speed buff. Like he doesn't. He doesn't need yeah. that speed. Like in Grand Arena, right. like if if he's with Jedi or with with Galactic Legend Ray, sure you want him lightning fast. If you want, if he's with Jedi Training Ray, you can you can kind of get a discount on speed for him. Right. Yeah. I'm with yeah. the Avatar. I'm in the mid three twenties. I yeah. yeah. I was three twenty six. I just slowed him down to three twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I'm at like 307, but like after I realized that a, a gear 11 four star, <laughs> like without like super awesome, like you know, crazy good mods, made him at three. Like, I think my my uh Moff Gideon is at 309. I was like, uh, I mean, like obviously the 30, 30 speed definitely helps, so um. <laughs> But like, yeah, if, if if someone has a relic Muff Gideon, I was like, oh god, this is gonna be terrible for me. But um, I, I feel like I should make mine faster now. Yeah, taking yep. an offense, my Finn will always go last on the team. I could make him a three forty, and he'll go last on that team because of the way BBA two unique works. So I was like, yeah. I'm gonna slow him down. Like, wh- why not slow him down? Because he's gonna go last no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just getting, I'm getting a general range from t- to see what like you know the, the big the big players are are, are modding him for, but uh, I am tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably wrap it up at some point. But um, what do you mean? We've only been going on for three and a half hours, and it's only four a.m. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> only only three and a half hours that's right hey, for me it's not even 12 a.m so i i hate you so hard <laughs> oh, oh yeah like and i'm really dark I'm, where he's I'm, at. I'm in this weird place with almost being 4 a.m where like the dogs are used to going out between 5 and 5 30 <laughs> and getting fed and everything because i get up early you know but now I'm in this weird place where do I just do this now and then try to get yeah. a little more sleep? Oh and yeah, absolutely, then, and man. Then cook the family breakfast at 8 a.m. when they get <laughs> up. I, you well, you do what every dad does, and you wake up and you just say, like, "You guys cook your own breakfast." <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm a, you know when I was in grad school and I, I was I was doing full time grad school in one town. I was doing uh, I worked full time for. Uh, the state of Wyoming for uh, in a different town. And then I lived in a town in Colorado. Uh, so like three different towns, I was driving the triangle of death every every day. My wife hated me calling it that, but um, like I used to say like, uh, because I, I didn't get much sleep at all, just like now actually, but um, I, I used to, uh, my rule was if I could get one hour of sleep or more, then I'd go to bed, so. I, that was always my rule for myself. If I couldn't get more than an hour, then I'd just stay up. 
I used to get seven hours of sleep and then this stupid working from home thing happened. <laughs> Somehow working from home, I now get six hours of sleep every night. It's like, oh, I can stay up later because I just have to roll out of bed and walk to my computer. And it's like, so, so you don't have kids yet, right? I have no, I have dogs. Which... Uh, that does not count. Not count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having kids, you have this like a like a natural alarm clock, right. whether you like it or not. At six thirty a.m., you get woken up. Yes. Yeah. Though, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, the the nice thing is, once they get old enough, you just say go turn on the TV, and you get an extra hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, I forget a little bit. Yeah, uh, Ando, you're coming up, right? Yeah, very what? soon, guys. And we're gonna have another commando added to it. But yeah, it's, oh, it's gonna be nice. exciting. But nice. okay, so like your guys's like thing about saying like kids wake you up. Like, listen, I I wake up almost at like six a.m. every morning. So I feel like I've trained myself. Like, and I fully embrace the role of just like eh, I don't need sleep. Like, it's fine. Like, I'll wake up for the kid. Oh, Obviously, I don't. Obviously, I don't have some of the the the, the necessary kit, um, if we put it that way, for some of the the other stuff. But like, yeah, like I I feel like I'm totally ready. Like I'm just like like I've always been wake like I I'm a, like the worst sleeper at night. Like I like I'll wake up because like my heater turns on or something. And I'll be like, nah, all right, whatever. Like, and I won't be able to go back to bed or whatever. I I I, I fully embrace the fact. Like I told my wife, I was like, hey, it's on me. I I got it. Or at least hopefully, um, but yeah, I am. I am definitely. Um, I know about the lack of sleep, and so we're, we're totally there. Yeah. And uh, see. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, yeah, Abner. I, I feel. I feel like kids hard counter sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hard counter. Full bro, auto. My, Full bro, auto. my my sleep. I I seriously. I I promise you. I feel like my sleep can be hard countered, but at this point, like. Like literally every other dad is just like, yeah, man, good luck, dude. It's so, just like, all right, so cool. when my daughter was born, she didn't sleep for the first seven weeks of her life. And it was horrible. <laughs> and I was still going to work every day. Yeah. Like, oh, my, wife, my wife had my wife had off 12 weeks. Yeah. I was going back to work immediately because we had to, but I still got up every single time like two three times a night and still getting up at 4 30 a.m to get up and get ready and go to work and i was like man i don't ever want to go through that again and my wife's like let's have more kids i'm like oh, jesus like so we decided you know she wanted like four kids and i'm like i'll do one more so we had my son and i was like hopefully it's better than the first seven weeks this asshole he didn't sleep for a year. Oh, wow. Like, like, no joke. I swear to God, I don't know if there was one night in the first year of his life where he slept through the entire night. And it was horrible. And I got up. Hey. And I, I changed diapers. I did all that. And then, and then I find out all my jerk friends, none of them did that. <laughs> like, so. like all, all of my friends, all, all these husbands that went to work every day got to sleep through the night and their wives just took care of it and were happy. I'm like, I didn't get to do any of that. I, I had to get up and change diapers. Like my wife would feed the kid, but I would get up and change diapers. And then yeah. I was like, 
And then I'd go to work at 4.35 a.m. every, you know, it's like, Jesus, uh, like, why am I the only one doing this? What, and, I don't know. Have fun. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I am. Uh, like, uh, okay. It's one of those things where it's just like, I, I know this is going to be terrible, like for my personal life, like, it, like, like my health. It's, it's the but like, it's a, it's great. Like, yeah. Like, and that's what it's I'm. Best, it's the best thing ever. And yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I envision it and, and Zareth can probably speak to this. I've never been through boot camp, but I can envision it's a little bit like that in that it's yeah. the worst thing ever. And it's the best thing for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah when, for sure. So, when's the, the baby due Ando? For me uh, right now, March 16th. However, wow. like I am, they, they told us like, Hey, be expecting for a early birth just due to the mom and some, some of the things that she has going on with her. So I was like, okay. Like at first it's like, dude, this is like, okay. For anyone that's ever been through this scenario, like, um, like any sort of like the first guy, at least like, I can only speak for the first child, like any sort of like when the doctor's like, Hmm, that's a, uh, okay. Like, like that, like for me, I was like, wait what are you saying like like are you like are you saying that he's gonna be like bad you know like when he he, like and it was just like this whole thing where it's like every single time like they said something was like "Eh, maybe like maybe he comes i was just thinking like okay he's gonna be born seven months in advance and he's just gonna be a tiny little thing and like he's gonna you know do do the worst thing possible but obviously that that wasn't the case and they, they say like hey early births are you know pretty normal and, and all this stuff. So I was like, okay. So I bought into that, all that stuff. So March timeframe is going to be a big month for me. And um, hopefully it's not three V three or else like I might spiral into a depression <laughs> that you guys might never have seen before. But uh, yeah, like it, it'll be interesting to see like, um, you know, how, how this all affects this all, but like, I am super, super excited. And and I, every single dad has just been like, it won't hit you until you, you first hold in. But like, I, I'm sitting here because like, I see my wife, she's like, she's preparing. She's like buying all these things. She's like, we need this. We need that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, wh- wh- what do I do? I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like at this point, you, um, you chill yeah. out until it's time <laughs> to not chill out. Yeah. Yeah, they, Dude, they she, she makes me feel bad though. She's like, one. she's like, I bought the creep. I bought the, you know, I bought the, the, the nursing pillow. I bought this. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I got the star Wars figurine for him. Um, <laughs> eventually. Right. <laughs> yeah. We were going to build Legos. <laughs> it's like not even a comparison for, for what she's dealing with, but yeah, it is, is completely hilarious. But yeah, yeah, I always enjoy like all, all your guys's um, you know advice and stuff. But yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, it's it's good. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's good. I I really I've gotten a lot out of it. Cleso was right. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit like basic training, but you know, um, uh, yeah, there were times that I actually just like woke up with the kid on me. It's like my wife just got fed up with him. And he like he was fully awake. I just sleep deeply, so she just like sat him on me, and eventually I woke up, and I was like, "Oh, it's good. It's my turn to deal with him." So, yeah, um, yeah, you'll you'll do well though. I think. You'll yeah, do. I mean, just think about it. Billions and billions of life forms have done this. Yeah, you'll be fine. 
Like, I just, I vision myself as CG and like my son is my, my player base, you know? Oh. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> Does he have 500 whatevers to make you drink? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He's, he's just comes preloaded with the, with, with 500 uh, channel points. <laughs> my, my experience of parenthood is my soon to be sister-in-law sending me a message saying, Hey, I follow this website. They're, they're about to give this exclusive sale of like X product. I need you to sign up with like four different emails to try and get this product. It's like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> this is where we're at. And literally every, every three months I have to sign up with three emails to enter this contest to win like the precious peanut or whatever it is. Oh. Uh, like rap or whatever is new or in style for for my soon to be sister in law. It's like, ugh. that sounds dumb. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Um. I mean that that's good. You're supportive, but oh man, <laughs> supportive. But I don't. <laughs> you act you act like I have a choice in that one. <laughs> no. I so we should probably. Uh, just like end this pretty soon but uh, <laughs> but i one, one comment that i think was underrated that was uh, a little bit higher um uh in the twitch chat was uh practice gac one-handed <laughs> yeah. like i, I oh, felt yeah. like that was that was good advice because <laughs> yeah there were there's there's I, I tend to stay up later than my wife and there are certainly times that it was like all right i like we're stuck here kid like you're you don't want to sleep on the bed so you know yeah <laughs> gac isn't gonna play itself <laughs> like my account isn't gonna prevail on its own so <laughs> these hey listen kid if you're not adding at least 80k gp to my ships like i don't want to hear it <laughs> that's what you're basically saying <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> No, uh, honestly, this has been really, I, I dude, I, I feel like we do this for hours, but I know like we August, did do it for hours. Well, well, it for yeah, four we, hours. <laughs> for, for a guy like Klesso who who's on the East coast, this is terrible for him. But like, for me, this is awesome. I, I, cause I learned so much from this, just from the people in the chat. And then obviously not really so much from any of the guys other than Klesso and like end all, but like, <laughs> I learn a lot. <laughs> cool. I'll Matt, teach you how to flip people off in just a minute here. <laughs> right. You want to use Google Translate for Russian and still not make it make sense? I'm your man. <laughs> and so I'm is not. Solo once he can. Uh, I love it, man. Master his anger. <laughs> I'm just here for the excuse for drinking, man. <laughs> Dude, you're you're kidding me. Dude, look at this you bottle know. after what what happened tonight. Oh it's wow! Like, it's it's like all gone. So <laughs> no, that's mine, impressive. My, mine's been gone for like an hour. So, oh, I do I do like it though, man. Here you go, Ando. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll grab like the five different <laughs> cans that. But, got. but but guys, guys, listen, we, we gave great advice on this <laughs> stream. <laughs> Every, everyone is now dumber for having listened to this and may god have mercy on their souls oh yeah i can only imagine like like 
like all those comments that you get, like the spiteful ones that are like, you try to put out something good as a content creator, you know, you're like, Hey, this really does work against us. And like the dude just comes back bitter as hell. And says, hey, I tried the same thing and it didn't work. And it's just like, Hey man, I'm really, really sorry about that. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. Like, I'm really sorry, dude. dude I, don't um, know, I think it's good. It, in, in this grand arena stream today, we talked about, Are, uh, you know arenas we talked about russians we talked about kids <laughs> we talked about we talked about everything except grand arena <laughs> yeah endol's been keeping us on track for the most yeah, part yeah endol but... yeah endol has for sure <laughs> I, i i didn't even put out a video i put out a gac video on that stupid like luke not stupid it, it's worked for me every time luke um hoda and tank counter and i used bays and like Everyone's, I tried that counter and it didn't work. And I was like, uh, sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. Zareth and I were talking about earlier, like, I don't want to come up with the new team. Like, I want to because I want it to work. But at the same time, like, dude, I, I didn't test it against 10 different teams. Like, I tested against the one team and it worked. <laughs> like, here it goes. It worked, I swear. Right. Yeah, I... I... I don't like it when people want me to make a new team. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. what's wrong with the old ones? <laughs> Go ask Fatal. <laughs> yeah. He'll come up with something. He yeah. knows um, this worked against the team I was against. That's why I tried the team. Like, here you go. <laughs> when when the speeds match up like this, it works perfectly. Here you go. Yeah. Honestly, that that is... I feel bad. Like even I, I released a, a Galactic Challenge video today and like I legitimately gave a forewarning. I was like, hey, listen, you're going to have to try this like a million and a half times or like whatever, you know, you're, this isn't like just a one and done type thing. Um, you're going to have to try this multiple times. And uh, someone like commented on this, like, hey, I, you know, I tried it four times. You, you're super long winded at first. And it's like, I do that only because I've been burned by uploading this video that's just like, hey, like you can do this, you know, at some point. And people are like, hey, I did this and you totally effed me, man. And I was like, I'm I, I'm really sorry, man. I'm I, it worked for me. I, I don't know what, what happened to you, dude. A 10 um, doesn't work. Like, hey, yeah. You, yeah. You don't want to watch a 40 minute video at the same time. They're like, the 10 minute video didn't work. I don't get it. Right, yeah, the game has gotten really, really complex from where we knew it came. Uh, it's 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 very hard to explain because like it's yeah, mods, I mean, everything has changed. You know, like I mean, it's all just, changed. Just take a look at the the newest kit, like Moff Gideon. His leadership literally specifies what uh, what type of characters you can take in, like one one tank, one tank, attackers, one attacker, one support. support. Right. I mean, how most, how much more specific can you get? I mean, yeah. you're getting ridiculous. Yeah. And let, let's not like, so those people are like, a lot of people are, are zading him, which I don't necessarily blame them. No, but okay. We have to keep in the back of my mind that like three V three comes around all the time or like, you know, sometimes he's useless there right you can't make that you you can't make him be a leader in that scenario I, so all of a sudden ready. he just becomes useless or, or not useless I, in, in a leadership spot he becomes useless 
I'm just waiting right. till they add stand on one leg, spin it in a circle, <laughs> three yeah. Hail Marys, yeah. where's yeah. your rosary? Only right. with yeah. six E-mods right. does this stat share to this guy. If you say the honor system, then, yeah. then they just believe that you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we, hey, hey, we got to wrap this up. Let's go, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's like 4 a.m. for you guys. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Dude, this has been a really fun stream. I love just I, kicking back and <laughs> drinking with you. It is true. It is. And, and yeah. like drinking in front of a crowd and talking right. about a game I like. like right. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't get any better. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But so, best best Friday night ever. <laughs> sleep in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Ne next time, next time, maybe we'll have Endal be our like master of ceremonies. Like he'll. Like moderator? <laughs> yeah, like our moderator. He'll. he'll uh, and He's I'll gonna, be like, guys, uh, like uh, Russians, okay, but let's talk about Colonel Emperor. <laughs> it, it, it's gonna, it, it's gonna be like the debate, the, like the presidential debates. We have two minutes to talk about a subject, yeah, sir. Are you, I, and then I, you get I, muted. Endo, please no. stop. Stop. It's time for you to stop. As as a, as the chat is just spamming like Ando drinks, and you're like, hey, hey, stop that. <laughs> He's already drunk that. enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he won't do that. <laughs> the moderator, but then you, I told you guys I was drinking a double IPA, and well, you know, <laughs> things happened. It was a fun stream. Uh, it yeah. was great, guys. I, I really do. Like, I can't say this enough to, to both the viewers and you guys. Like, I, I, I honestly love this stuff. Like, it's amazing to just talk to you guys. This so, one yeah. is probably so, my favorite. Somebody, somebody pissed my pants. So. <laughs> exactly iron bravo thank you <laughs> thank you uh yeah th this stream is probably my favorite stream of gac so let's keep the off week <laughs> let's yeah let's keep absolutely i mean you know there's there's no pressure of actually streaming gac you don't have to talk about opponents and and you know counters and all of that it's just a bunch of guys just hanging out talking about stuff not necessarily gac stuff it's just you know general stuff it's uh yeah. You know, I wouldn't change a thing. I think I think we have tons of fun on the stream as is. Yeah. There is nothing more stressful than opening up a back wall and being <laughs> on stream and holy shit, what is that team? <laughs> like yeah. uh is there, I feel, are you around yeah. me real quick? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, sorry, sorry, bro. I'm watching I'm watching Modern Family with my wife. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you're muted. That, that is the worst feeling ever. Yeah. Uh, all right guys so we all right officially hit the yep. hour mark and this still needs to render for us to post as a podcast <laughs> yeah i'll hey. probably do that tomorrow yeah rip rip to freaking solo base or whoever does that man i'm sorry for you guys all this is rendering and just send it to Jareth in the morning um so <laughs> yep. guys, nice. today later <laughs> congrats <laughs> uh but honestly Thank you, everyone, for that joined us. Uh, thank you, Ando, Endal, Kleso, Sarah. Thank you, obviously. We have been up much later than we usually are on a Friday night. Uh, Saturday morning, I should say. Derp is in chat, so he's getting deleted immediately. <laughs> I just about deleted him. I'm so mad. If I hadn't drank so much, I think I would have been able to delete, to delete him before this. Before yeah. you part is he keeps messaging and i haven't moved my mouse so it just shows up on the trash can to delete him so it's just an easy 
<laughs> it just it, I don't even have to move my mouse. <laughs> but guys, um, before we finish, uh, let's pimp our stuff. So Ando, tell us where we can find you outside of the Gambit podcast Friday night roundtable. Ando90 on YouTube, Ando1990, because there's too many Ando90s apparently on Twitch. That's it. All right. Ando, how can we find you? Uh, I'm just on YouTube, not on Twitch. So just end all be all on uh, on YouTube. That's me. All right. Kleso, how can we find you? Uh, I'm making an Ando drink. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, three uh, shots, Ando. <laughs> three shots. <laughs> so uh, just search Kleso on YouTube or Twitch. You'll see me. I'm good. Fortmore. Fortmore. Search Fortmore, too. Because he deserves it. Uh, Zareth, how do we find you on all the locations? <laughs> um, on, on Twitch, it's Zareth, X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore prevails. And on YouTube, just search Zareth. Spelled the same way, only without the underscore prevails. Though I'm guessing the underscore prevails will still get you to my channel. I haven't tested that. I am sorry, sir. God, I... How dare you? How dare I? Uh, it's, it's because we're drunk. Uh, well, at least I am. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm completely hammered. It's four. It's because Ando's drunk. <laughs> it's four. Ando. I'm like hammered, you guys. Like, I'm not drunk anymore. I'm just hammered. Look, look what you guys did to Ando. Are you proud of yourselves? Yeah. Are you guys? Yeah. Literally. Like, you got to be a real Ando, jerk. Ando, you, you, yeah, you better have up. some. Andrew, you better have some glasses of water before you go to sleep. You're going to end up with a real big uh, hangover Listen, tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, m- my wife is totally expecting it. So, like, she's going to be upset at me. Like, this is a, this is a known thing, all right? Okay. Um, <laughs> smart. Set expectations super low. Exactly. <laughs> Anytime, if I wake up before 8 a.m., it's just like, boom. Immediately, I've, I've already exceeded everything that I was supposed to do for the day, but... Uh, I gotta go guys it's 4am come on let's go (laughs) and with that said guys I think that's all of you if not I'm extremely drunk and it's 4.10am I apologize and Kleso and I need to go to bed so thank you very much for for joining the stream there have been a lot of you and we truly do appreciate it Um, hashtag Kleso's Jack look at him (laughs) 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 um all right, so uh, don't be a dick. <laughs> and evil sucks. Wait. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. I am. I'm. I'm ending the stream. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, love, we love everyone good listening. Night. Most yeah. of you. Thank you, guys. <laughs>